Hello, Internet. Hi. Hi, Internet. We are playing Project Pixies. Another game run by moi. In order to continue, uh, uh, continue to run into ground the uh, run into the ground the amazing record I had I had after uh, Ghosts of Opera. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's back, ready to sully his own good name. Because <laughs> <laughs> let's face it, I will never run anything. That good. No, we'll see. It's like that. Uh, what that that old optimism that old Simpsons <laughs> episode. Uh, why did the Cosby Show end? Because because Mr. Cosby wanted to end before the material got stale. Fuck that. If I had a TV show, I'd run it in the ground. <laughs> yeah. And thus The Simpsons explains why it's still on the air. Uh-huh. Also, probably <sighs> Bart Simpson didn't say fuck that. Well, probably not. <laughs> I don't think Fox is quite that liberal. No, not yet. Or ever. Yeah, I suppose they're still considered like a Sunday night semi-family-friendly show. So, yes. Anyway, so it has been. Uh, I guess first off, I will start with: uh, Is there anything that anybody particularly really, really, really wants to do before stuff happens? Well, I did want to zigzag ah, but um, aside from that. I think that one can wait. There'll be time after too. I'm well, just well. I hope you don't want to be my lover, because if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Can we stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sorry. Makes makes you miss uh makes you miss uh the puns, doesn't it? Oh man, if Janice is gonna be in this episode, oh what? Kevin left because he hates. He's us. back. He's back. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say if Janice is gonna be in this episode, maybe I should play Seraphim. Uh, it's up to you. You can play uh, whichever character you would like. Mostly because Seraph exists to make Janos do things. <laughs> uh, well, the only thing I have was that I was going to do some quality time or attempt some. Uh, okay, yeah, we can do that quick. Okay. I only have like a damage to the past. Does anyone else have any quality time they want to do? Yeah, anyone want to do quality time before we start, the, before we... uh. If I'm playing Seraphim, he's going to do quality time with his parents. Who are dead. Okay, well, we'll do that quick because I think that'll be quicker. How how does Seraphim spend quality time with his... He's going to call up his grandma and get in an argument, probably, because he's going to roll three dice. Okay. <laughs> Can't use a relationship for quality time, if you wish. Nah. Alright. But the idea, in theory, is to call her up and just chat about parents. Yeah. Alright, so, yeah, I'll say roll me a charm check to... Uh, two six and nine. Two sixes? No. Was the relation... Or, huh? Oh, two it's six dead. and nine, so you fail. Okay. So then, that, I believe that relationship takes another shock, then, as... It was in crisis. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was already in crisis. Okay, then, uh, lose a die from that relationship, as you and your grandmother get into a... I, if if you want, I can actually play her, but I don't know much about Seraphim. Seraph, he's he's a minor character. So, it's not okay. a big deal. It's up to you. All right, but yeah, so yeah, as you and your grandmother get into a fight about something likely incredibly stupid, but relating to your parents, and she gets all mad and it's like, "Why don't you ever come home anymore? Your parents, you're such a vagabond." I don't know. Unless that's completely out of character. 
That's that's legit. All right. Yeah. She's like, so yeah, she's all like, why don't you come home? You're a vagabond. You know, like, why do you have to be such a vagabond? Like, you're always you're always off doing who knows what. Yada, 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 yada. She goes on for a while. She just, like, hangs up halfway through. Her, her parent, you know, your parents can see you now. No. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, unfortunately, things could have gone better with Grandma. Uh, all right. Neat, then. Anyone else for quality time? No one, no one else needs any quality time, Don? All right. Kevin, didn't you take some damage to something? Yeah. I've got damage to stuff, but I don't feel like quality time. <laughs> Fair enough. But Kevin, bonus dice. He lives on the wild side. Get used to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kira, have any, Kira or Leo have any relationships? Nope. Da- that damage that they need to nope. would like to mend? Okay, then. Cherry. Actually, I guess I'll, I'll see about quality time with arson. All right. Uh, Charlie's not here, but I guess I can do a roll. Uh, pitch me something. How are you going to spend quality time with arson? There's only one Drinking. way to spend quality time with arson. All right. <laughs> roll me a guts plus a wind to get, be drinking with arson, then. Get you drank on, son. As you don't think you could live yourself if you let someone like Arson drink you under the table. Although apparently he's quite tolerant to alcohol. Yeah, he's the most tolerant. But anyway, I get two sixes. Two sixes? I think that should do it. How was the relationship in crisis? Yeah. Uh, how many points is the relationship? One. Oh, just one? Yeah, it's restored then. Yep, relationship is restored with Arson. Uh... You two spend a fond night, uh, well, fond being a relative term, I guess, drinking, and you you neither make it, you, Janos, you neither make a complete fool out of yourself while drinking, nor does Arson do anything incredibly creepy during the time. Just his normal amount of creepy. Success in my book. <laughs> Alrighty, then on to Cherry. Cherry, you've got to damage the rule. What is Cherry gonna do? She's uh, she's gonna just so she couldn't really remember like last time she tried to think of some stories that she could just tell Leo. Sometime she couldn't she could only think of something that she could like only partly tell him. So she's gonna some night when she can't sleep very well, just kind of think about things, think about something that she can probably tell her boyfriend. All right, uh, give me a remember check then. All right, uh, plus Leo, and I got three by seven. Three by seven. Okay. Ah, uh, this this memory is a lot. You remember, you remember. It, it's a little more difficult to remember because you were really young, but some parts of it are still very clear. You remember, uh, you remember back when you were living on the street, and you, uh, you you're living on the street, uh, doing more or less stealing to get by. You don't have a choice. You have a a group of you and your uh, friends that are almost more like a little family to you have. I mean, you're all orphans and with no one to take care of you. Uh, And you... And you're you're looking around one day at the, the little market in the town and you see the perfect mark really he is it's a teenager uh he's 
he's loud talking to talking to one of the uh, talking to one of the uh one of the shopkeepers trying to hag you know trying to haggle things like that doesn't seem to be paying attention to his surroundings at all oh man so pretty easy to pickpocket from then certainly looks like it he's like he's just even when he's not haggling he's chatting he's not you know he's not a regular from around here so minimal chance of getting you know of them if they notice later them knowing who to try and track down and uh certainly he won't notice anything strange about a dirty little seven-year-old girl uh no i mean i guess dirty being relative she mostly just dust covered because this 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 part of russia is like a just arid uh some people you know there's some uh some people uh some people might but uh, you can tell a few of you know You've got to be quick. If you stay long enough, some of the merchants are going to be a bit wary. Some of the shopkeepers are going to be a little wary. Not, uh... Yeah. But... Well, she'll, uh, walk on up and try and get the guy's wallet real fast and run. Yeah, you... You, uh... You, uh... What you do, basically. You get... You reach into his... You reach into his pocket, pull out a, you know... You nab his wallet, and before he can do anything, you're off running down the back streets and uh, running down the back streets. And uh, you know, generally, you know, you know how to get, you know, all the little shortcuts. You know yeah. how to get around, how to avoid, how to lose people in case somebody caught you and was following you. You hear a bit of yelling. Uh, if he didn't notice you, some of the merchant, one of the, somebody, some of the shopkeepers who knew to watch out for you might have seen you at the last minute, but... He should just be lucky I didn't take any of his bread this time. Mm. But then, as you're uh, getting through, uh, you see a, uh, a shadow passes over you momentarily. She ducks her head down, stuffs the wallet into her pocket. Actually, no, she ducks her head down We'll take whatever money she can out of the wallets to find her pocket and leave it. Uh, whatever rubles or don't know what the currency down there actually would be. As you, uh, yeah, as you as you start to walk away, you but yeah, if you take some uh, coins and bills out, uh, there's not a huge amount. You might have overestimated how much this guy would have, but it's it's better than nothing. Does he have a? Uh, is he carrying rubles or a uh, tukrik? Uh, probably a little of both. He's got he's carrying a little of those and a few other types of currencies. Uh, actually, looks. I mean, either he's a collector or he travels around a lot. And then, as you're looking at these and walking away, uh, you hear a thud behind you. Something hitting the ground. Stiffens up. Slowly turns around. Hey now, this is a nice wallet. Don't just toss it away like trash. Um, uh, I I I found it. Um, oh, that's very nice of you. Now, don't suppose I can convince you to uh, let me get have my cash back too? He's got a 
as you stare up at this guy, he's in honestly pretty. His clothes are a little better than yours, which isn't saying much, but they're not a lot better. They're really worn clothing. Uh, nice warm, but looks like he's got a nice warm jacket at least. I don't right. have. I don't have any money. Um, I found the wallet and there was nothing in it. Uh huh. Sure thing. Don't mind if I uh turn your pockets and set out there then, huh? Uh, and then she says something in uh, Buryak. Oh, Buryat's brother. She says something scornfully in Buryat, like uh, some along the lines of um, uh, don't touch me. Uh, he says something back in uh. A little bit rougher, but under understandable. It's uh, like, then, d- then just be a good girl and hand it over. Tell you what, I'll even let you, I'll even let you keep a little, a little bit. She puts her hands, she puts her hands on her hips and still talking in Barryage. She's just like, how much? Wow, really? Because I can always scream. Uh huh. I I have a feeling if you do, not many uh people are going to. Uh, not many are gonna believe uh the whatever you make up. But I saw the way people were looking at you. You look as, as you ran. I think they uh. Hmm? Worst things would happen than that. Really? So how much? Worst things you say. Yeah. So how much? <laughs> she's she's making a point to speak in uh, Buryat because he's a little shakier with that, and she feels she has an advantage uh. doing that. Kind of, he kind of get, eyes you for a minute, gives you a lopsided grin, and goes, "Think I'll take my, ch- think I'll take my chances." And yeah, he reaches to grab you so he can fish through your pockets for money. She, she like attempts to like leap back and hold her hands in her pockets, be like, I- "I'm, I'm, I'm serious." Hmm. I'll do it. I'll actually scream. He kind of looks around like, I'm... Uh... You don't want to die, do you? Seriously. Die? You think you're going to kill me by screaming? Yeah. So for real, how much? How much can I keep? Tell you what. I don't want to kill you. Try and kill me. If you do, you keep all of it. I don't want to kill you. How about I just keep running? I'll catch you. Tell you what, sure, why not? Five seconds, head start, go. She looks at him, eyes him cautiously, takes a step back, and then books it. Uh, yeah, you you book it. You you know all the back streets. You know where you're going, but uh, see, you see, uh, this guy clearly doesn't. But it's not long before you notice that that isn't going to matter too much see a shadow behind you, but above you as well. She slows down while looking up. Is he running the rooftops? He is running the rooftops. <laughs> I, occasionally, people nearby are yelling at him because that's <laughs> retarded, but... She, she sort she of stops... Care. She sort of stops running at, at, at a certain point, puts her arms over her chest, waits for him to show up. Yeah, he... He uh, drops down next to you, looking a little disappointed. 
oh man, I was totally going to do the thing you have your rounded corner and I was going to be right there, too. I think the rooftops isn't fair. Really? Who does that? I do. Guess you'll have to revi- revise your uh, thoughts on who all does it then, because it's clearly not no one. Still a uh, pretty good race. I'll, uh, I'll say that's worth a few crone or... Or not crone. I was ruble. Also, that's worth a few rubles. Or no, wait. You guys use what down here again instead? Uh, Too Greek. Too Greek. Yeah, I think I have some of that. She <laughs> frowns and then takes every, t- takes everything but the Too he had. Puts that on the ground in front of her. Takes a few steps back. So she takes it. So takes everything. She she takes, she, she, she she leaves everything but the. Uh, is there anything about the Mongolian currency? Hey, I said I'd give you some of it, not all of it. Well, I could eat too, you know. Brother. And you got plenty anyway. <sighs> Fair enough. Well. Fine, I guess. I'll let that be yours for now. See, I'll be in town for a, a, a little bit yet, so I'll see you around, kid. Sticks her tongue at him and then runs away. Yep. And even if you don't look back, you can almost feel, you know, if you glance back at all, you just see him, arms crossed over his chest, grinning behind you. <laughs> she, she she shouts a, uh, as she runs, she shouts, an, she, she shouts a really obscure insult and very hot. <laughs> that roughly translates to creep, but... Is really, really obscure and kind of like only in Mongolia. Yep, and then you're gone, and for now it seems like he's not following. That was your first encounter with that man. <laughs> Jerry's kind of laying in bed going, Wow, I forgot how much of a brat I was. <laughs> Maybe you can. Maybe you can tell a story to show how much she's improved. She can tell the other story to show how much her social skills have comparatively improved. <laughs> she'll, she'll do that eventually. She'll do, she'll do that later. <laughs> All right. So now setting up the setting things up proper. It's been say, fuck's sake, cat. It's been a been about a week. Uh, since um. Cherry, uh, Leo, and Janus have gotten back from uh, Great Britain. From the United Kingdom and the Isle of Man. Yep, from there. Uh, I have no particular plans for either man's. Either man's. So, feel that whichever one you feel like playing more, I can I can work in. Look, I have a means by which to determine this randomly. Should we follow that? <laughs> I think he is. Odd. Uh, Alright. Well, Great Britain wasn't so happy for, for Cherry, anyhow. That's because she was recovering the whole time. From getting her from getting beaten the fuck up. Uh, she was, but fortunately... A lot, a lot of the injuries she took looked a lot worse than they really were. Uh, so, um, so comparatively, uh, it only, you know, uh, days, a, a day's rest and, you know, you were sore for a while, but 
no permanent damage done. Yeah, and a uh, uh, little ways into the, a, a little bit after lunchtime, uh, you uh, the loudspeakers uh, come on on the uh, on the on well throughout the base wherever your characters are right now. You hear, uh, can the uh, uh, you you hear can the following people please report to briefing room one. Uh, Cher- Cherry, uh, Cherry, Kira, what's Kira's last name? Uh, Volkov. Kira, Volkov. Volkov. Kira Volkov. Uh, Serafim Komarov. Uh, Le- Leo Pe- Petrovsky. And Janostelia. That is all. Huh. Oh, well, I guess it's a free pass out of class. Here's hmm. so. Sasha looks at you two with jealousy. How often has that been a good thing? Good point. Still beats class. Uh, Just enjoy not getting beaten up for the day. I'll see you around. Alright, good luck. Thanks. Seth will just be like, I don't know, my past. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, do that. He will follow. Yep, Leo goes out. At a leisurely pace. Then, Kira, you're just not as big of a deal for you. You're just in PT for the day. She'll just go to the briefing room, I guess. Was there like a super sense of urgency or just. Um. It sounded pretty urgent. They don't normally like normally when it's not an emergency, they just have handlers uh, coming around them up. Yeah, coming okay. around them up when it's not, uh, or at least when it's not something that immediately needs to be taken care of. The fact that they just did it, the loudspeakers probably suggests a certain amount of urgency to this. Okay, then she'll head towards the briefing room. Right. Yeah, you all arrive at the briefing room, and uh, and uh, in there is. A man a few of you are familiar with, but I think most of you aren't. Leo and Cherry, I believe, have uh, met him. Uh, Janos, Seraphim, and... No, Kira has too. Uh, Janos and Seraphim, you've seen him around occasionally, but you haven't had much contact with him. Uh, he's, a bit over, he's a bit overweight with uh, curly red hair. Uh, fairly unusual for uh, this part of the country. I imagine, <laughs> or for Russia in general, probably. And uh, but uh, he wears the uh, you know he wears the project symbol, and uh, you know him as one of the backup handlers. Uh, this is, it is uh, it is Anton. All right, good. You all got here promptly. Excellent. Uh, sorry, I don't have much time to explain here. Um, uh, we're going to be sending you out shortly. They're getting the uh, an APC ready as we speak. Um, one of our convoys has been attacked. Getting straight to business, we believe. Uh, we lost contact with them uh, out on the road. Uh, we're sending you all to. We're sending you all in to find out what happens um, and subdue any uh, hostiles if if there are any in the area. Is there any preliminary information? Not much. The last, the last transmission 
we received a transmission from the radio of the rear APC uh, that was attacked. It was a it was a three three vehicle convoy, an APC in front, the uh, semi semi truck in the middle, and another APC in the rear. The uh, the last thing transmitted was just signs under just uh, comments about under attack, some kind of some kind of the front APC, something about off the road. We think it went off the road and something about uh, cold and ice. Uh, given that, we have reason to believe that this is no standard military attack, which is thus our involvement. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Seraphim doesn't chuckle that much, but he does, like, kind of just... What? I see. I see. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose? No, it wasn't. In any case... Seraphim, you're really a tool. Uh, Mikhail's out at the moment. He, he puts a hand to his chest and, and feigns looking hurt. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> uh... Mikhail's out at the moment. Sukira, we're putting you as acting sergeant for this mission. I'm going to change out of my gym clothes. Uh, yes. Uh, do that. If there are no further questions, uh, get changed, grab any gear you need, and we'll be and uh, meet up at the motor pool. It's nothing against Kira, but wouldn't it go to Leo? We, it is well. It's true that Leo has more experience and uh, combat experience than Kira. Kira has more command experience than he does. And oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, the best uh, uh, the best leaders do not need to stand on the front lines. Indeed, uh, Kira uh, Kira's, Kira's ability in particular is more suited to a support role, which makes her uh, less likely to be in the direct line of fire, which is good for the commander. All right. Assuming there are hostilities, we don't yet know. Uh, are we moving as an official military um, unit? Uh, yes, the, uh, we are. So fatigues, if you got them. All right. Any chance I can? I can't um, requisition something real quick. Uh, what do you need? Just in case, um, a nine millimeter at least, uh, rifle preferably. Um. A pistol would be handy. The only right. one who knows what he means by that is Janos. <laughs> oh, uh, you're trained to handle firearms? He smiles. Well, that's certainly handy. All of you... Yeah, all of you that are cleared for firearms can get a sidearm if you believe you, if you feel you need it. Though, reminder that unless, you're, uh, unless the acting sergeant commands it, you're not to use them. Understood. But what are the requirements for being cleared for firearms? Is that basically having a firearm skill? Be it basically, uh, if you've well, gone you guys might have passed some kind some of cert. Kind of training. Yeah, you you to, if I'll just say any of you that want to be can be. You've you've t- done if you've done some amount of extra training, you know, you to in order to cat settle down. Uh, if you've done some extra amount of training, you know, uh, basically been cleared for gun safety and basic marksmanship, things like that. Can I retroactively like roll connive because he successfully used a, a, a firearm on a mission? Uh, he did, but he hasn't been officially cleared. Yes. 
Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Can I have... Let me... Fine. Let Make me pull up Anton's stats so I can... Um, do his should, out. should I add arrogance to this? I think I <laughs> It's up to you. <laughs> Seems appropriate. You are does he have a relationship with arrogance? Yes. Yes, he does. How do you maintain that? By being an arrogant asshole to people? <laughs> I feel like you <laughs> just make that your relationship are... with Seraphim. Alright, uh, what did you get? 2 by... 2 by 7. And 2 by 6. Okay, let me roll for him. <laughs> of course. Uh, um, a- Anton clears his throat. <clears> throat> uh, Seraphim, I'm afraid not for you. You haven't been cleared for the training yet. Huh. He-, he rolled five by eight. God damn. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Shrugs. Very well. Also, I just want to point out him successfully using on a mission was him pointing a shotgun at his leg and pulling the trigger. <laughs> at his own leg. Wait, why'd he shoot his own leg? Uh, he, 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 he negates slash, well, he redirects kinetic energy, basically. So he did and just to prove He could have done the same thing by shooting it at the enemy, but he decided to shoot himself. No, he couldn't have, because he can't shoot worth shit. <laughs> he has much he better was... control over his power than he does a rifle. <laughs> Don't make me break my own legs. <laughs> break, it's just like all the, it hits them. Just all the force he channels that way, or whatever. Actually, Janus probably wrote several times in his report that he thought Seraphim was completely dangerous with firearms and irresponsible, just because. Yeah, he also wrote a report that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the one time he actually enjoys the bureaucracy on base, he tries to use it. <laughs> Yeah, in any case, so yeah, uh, Kira can definitely pick up a firearm, Carrie, or Cherry and Leo if they wish. Ganos, I'm guessing, won't even because he hates firearms. Yeah, he doesn't, he's never tried or apply or anything. If somebody tries to make him, he'll refuse. No, yeah, nobody tries, you're psychics, nobody tries to make you use guns if you don't want to. Cherry will go requisition, uh, I don't know, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of firearm could she requisition? A, a sidearm is all sidearm. that you no, have. No, no rifle. No rifle. Uh, yeah, Cherry, the only way you have a sidearm, Kira, you can have a, anything. A rifle if you really want. Uh, it's one of those things where they kind of go, why, you know, why would you want to? Because most of the time you'll be dealing with things that don't, uh, just you know, like guns. Yeah. And sometimes no, you no. fight a wizard and fuck wizards. No, yeah, sometimes you fight a wizard, and wizards can be shot unless they have magical defenses, in which case that doesn't work so well. But. And the, the, the Pixie Pixie has spent their allotment of priest bullets for this month. <laughs> Sad, well, you guys, you guys don't yet have access to magic bullets, or, you know, you suspect that they wouldn't send the kids out so much. They'd send soldiers with guns with magic bullets. So, so is she able to requisition a nine millimeter or a twenty two? Uh, which one's weaker? <laughs> twenty two is twenty two is the weakest 20. one, but nine mil uh, Makarov is the standard sidearm of the Russian armed services. Ah, then you can get a nine millimeter. Yeah. Okay. I assume that would be the tough looking cop gun. Yeah, Kira is also getting a sidearm. Anna. Sorry, I was muted. 
Uh, yeah, she'll take one of those rifles. Okay, she'll take a rifle too. Yeah, since I figured that she's probably not going to be in the middle of things. Yep, and you know they remember your use of uh, rifles during the in the uh, during the incident when the base went into lockdown for no apparent reason. So, and you, so they figure, uh, and at some point after that, you were probably cleared for their use. Uh, is Leo picking up a sidearm, or is he good with his just? He's uh, he's good with his ability to put holes in people's heads with his mind. Yeah, he is probably more accurate with his ability than with any sidearm. So yeah, uh, and then anything else? Any other particular preparations that anybody makes? No, don't think so. All right, I'll stick at the APC. Especially, yeah. Uh, Seraphim will more formally introduce himself to Kira. They will have a an amazing relationship blossoms between the two of them. They will have a smug off. <laughs> that sounds like a monster. <laughs> Somebody needs to write an adventure with that. A smug off. Giant shambling <laughs> mound. Like of, or a giant shambling mound of smug. Uh, can do it. It just smirks at you in character, if you wish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um. By the way, I'm Sarah Komarov. Kira Volkov, and I really hope you're not expecting me to call you by your first name. I would prefer it if you didn't. Thank God. Yes. Uh, well, I look forward to working underneath you. Under you. Give a thumbs up and walk away. <laughs> he kicks himself. Not literally. That was legitimately an accident. <laughs> yeah, you, uh... Yeah, you uh, you all pile into the vehicle. Uh, there's a few uh, like actual soldier soldiers riding with you, uh, just in case there happen to be non, uh, on the off chance it is a non psychic enemy. There are some soldiers, but no in case it's just guys with guns and not wizards or sorcerers or monsters or uh, extra dimensional parasites or giant bugs yeah they, they have they have dudes coming with us because the it's not after the last one the vanillatary took a little bit of a bigger stance in the station or in the uh, in the uh in the base let's not let's not talk about um extra-dimensional parasites there are some things that cherry still just doesn't put doesn't let cross her mind anymore those are one of them also if uh if it's not necessarily looked out upon by any party, she probably holds Leo's hand in the APC. Uh, no one seems to care. Unless Kara cares. Or Leo. If Leo cares, then she doesn't. None of the military people care. Care about what? Sorry. Cherry holding Leo's hand in the APC. No. Yeah. No, uh, well, I don't know. Leo notices it. She doesn't say anything about it. It's just her way of getting some comfort. She's somewhat nervous about going through the mission again. Alright. Uh, the APC heads out. Uh, once you're all strapped in. Uh, heads down the road. Uh, it takes a little bit to get there. Uh, probably about a half an hour drive. Uh, and uh, about, a ha- yeah, half, about a half an hour in, the APC slows to a s- stop. Alright. All right, guys, you're here. Uh, Anton says from a radio because that's right. what he does. Uh, 
uh, er, the uh, the driver reports no nothing immediately in sight. So, mm. but they also parked a little bit away from just in case. So we pile out then. Yep. And how 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 far away of the, how far away is this? Um, what's our general like? What's the general about a area like? Uh, the general area is you are on a road basically in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's heading out into uh, a, it it it's heading out probably to another. It was a military convoy, probably to another military base a ways away. Uh, there's a forested area. There's a, a bit of a forested area. Uh, kind of around uh, trees, a lot of trees, not super, super thick. You can, what time, it's what, getting to be summer right now, in-game. Yeah, it's midsummer, Early to midsummer here. Yep, uh, midsummer, which means you all notice, A, that it's pretty cool around here for midsummer, and B, that, uh, down the road where you're guessing the, uh, where you're guessing the convoy's location is is covered in a thick fog. Uh, this doesn't look good. Doesn't look like anything. I can't see shit in the fog. That's the point. There's no fog anywhere else. Does well, Janice had any visions of fog? Uh, no. He but... certainly has had some, but any resembling uh, this? <laughs> you haven't had any visions resembling this but uh, you can roll me a precog check. Uh, two by four. Uh, it's a bit. It's a bit hazy, though. <laughs> yeah, that's for is. multiple reasons. <laughs> but uh, what you see is you just see a glimpse. It's the basically the semi trailer, not the truck part, not the truck, just the trailer being. It seems to be floating something above the thick fog. The, the top of it is sticking out, and it's moving through it amongst tops of trees. And that's about all you get. All right. You probably won't even worry about telling anybody that one. Just keep an eye out the window. Or is it anything well part of the APC already? Oh, okay. Yep. Uh. There's fog down the road. Uh, if you'd like, you can roll notice checks if you'd like to try and see more, or you can head in. Sure, notice checks it is. I would actually have to roll more dice for that because I finally improved Leo's notice skill. Hooray! More dice. More drugs. How other relationship with uh, makeshift makeshift explosives? <laughs> She's definitely keeping an eye out for what? anything particularly explosive. Oh, that's a D8. <laughs> wow, really? Okay. Alright, uh, wow. That might be the worst pool of notice checks that we've I've ever seen roll. roll that have us. been made. Like, actually, successfully made pa- pairs on. They're just all yeah. pairs. <laughs> yeah, except, and only one of you got above five. Uh, alright, uh, for most of you... The fog is just too thick to uh, make out much. Um, Kira, you can see a little bit of uh, metal through the fog. Uh, flat. Uh, it's reasonable to guess that given the size, 
prop might be the back of the one of the APCs that was in the convoy. Uh, she'll point but, it out. I don't know how well she can like gesture in the fog and if they'll be able to see it, but she'll. You're not in the fog yet. The at least not in the thick, not in the real thick part of it. Uh, you're a little bit down. It's cooler. There's a little bit of fog around, but it's a it's a definitely a very un well in the right in the right place it would be natural looking, but given the time of year, the time of day, and uh the terrain, it's a very unnatural fog. Well, she's going to, you know, gather them all up and point out that that's probably the tail end of the convoy over there. And I guess take suggestions about what their plan of action should be. My suggestion would be... I'll check it out. Um, I'm fine with him going first. Sure, just walk on up there. Wait a second. He he walks on up there. I'll cover you. (laughs) I was joking, get your ass back here. It's like, I got it. He walks up there. All right, Seraphim's walking towards the thing. Are you all gonna, he is gonna discuss or? Uh, I'll go cover him. Uh, don't go alone. <laughs> and then Jerry will follow after Leo. It's not alone. I'm with Seraphim. Guess they're all moving. <laughs> if everyone starts moving, he'll stop and be like, I, I did not hear what I'm you said. Are, are you guys missing? The- I'll go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Look, I'm just saying, we don't go off alone, alright? Alright. And you got any sort of powers to look around or anything? A few. He looks expectantly. Leo closes his eyes and uh, tries to find the dense pockets of water within this giant field of water vapor. Alright, yeah. Rolled me, uh, Hydra Sense. Alright. Is that a, is that a penalty or just a high height requirement? Because it's going to be fog. just be a high height requirement because yeah, <laughs> it's it's like trying to, it's like trying to find a strobe light while staring into the sun. Also, can he sense ice? Uh, we, we that was part of the moon mission. Yes, he can sense ice. I mean, the thing is, if you sense ice, there's going to be molten water somewhere nearby. Um, I've never heard it referred to as molten water. Well, you have now. It's the first time for everything. Not true. Shut your face. <laughs> Alright, let's see. We'll draw on Mikhail relationship for determination against bizarre odds. Uh, eights. Eights, alright. Um, obviously there is a lot of, uh, liquid around. There's a lot of water in the air. It's everywhere, pretty thick, but almost because of that, you can kind of make out three shapes where there isn't as much uh, where there isn't as much, uh, given what Kira pointed out and the general size, um, you're pretty sure you know where the three vehicles are. There's, uh, like you were saying, there's the rear APC and the, uh, what appears to be, there's something odd about the middle one though. It's smaller than it should be, given what you know of the convoy that one of them was a semi-truck. I think I know. Like it's the wrong size truck or the truck is small. It's hard to tell. There's. I'm just all, going off how Leo's, much dew has condensed on it. Yeah, with Leo, with Leo's sense, all he can tell is that the area where there isn't as much fog is not as is not as like big there. Uh, like if it, there there should be more area, but it's hard to tell if that means it's not there or if fog somehow got inside some of it, and therefore he's just right, yeah. sensing. He and therefore you know there's no gap. I'm getting a strange yeah. reading, but it seems I think I know where the vehicles are. One of them's a little smaller than it should be. He opens his eyes and puts down his hand. 
smaller than it should be. Uh, like maybe... It's the size of a small truck, not a convoy vehicle. All right. That means they'll have an easy escape route if they see us coming. Um, Kira, I might suggest that one group splinters off to come in from behind and another goes in from the front. Makes about as good a sense as anything. Very well, sir. How should we divide up? Um, everyone can roll me out think checks at this point. Ok, doc. Actually, wait, didn't I increase that thing too? Uh, nope. I did make the check, though. I failed. Alright, uh, Kira, Seraph, and Leo, um, you all know that if you need to, need to get someone around behind, uh, the only way to do it would be, assuming you don't want, if you want to avoid the fog entirely, you're gonna have to go a ways around into the woods. Well, if Leo has his hydro sense, then he could still pick out, like, the bodies and people in there. So, technically, whoever is on Leo's team could just go through the fog. I mean, both, both the weights are going to be through the fog. Yeah, one. Basically, it's like Cherry was suggesting just longer that, through the fog. Well, no, Cherry was suggesting because there's like this kind of like a one because there's a bit of fog condensed all around the uh, the caravan that we're trying to figure out what the fuck happened to, mm-hmm. and there's a truck-sized thing that shouldn't be there in uh, with the caravan. What Cherry was suggesting was one one group coming into the fog from the front and one group coming coming into the fog from behind. Well, that's what that's what Zach was saying that we need to we'd have to go all the way around. Yeah, and it's a big old thing. Do we have? Were we? Uh, were we? Uh, given radios? Uh, yeah. Okay, so it'll be easy you to have... yeah make maneuvers. All right. Well, um, how do you want to divide us up, sir? Okay, whose powers are all what? Janos, you're something crazy, fortune teller. He sees the future, when or where he doesn't want to. Is she asked, was that asking in character? That was asking in character. <laughs> Officer candidate, I like that ladies and gentlemen. She's known Janos for a while. <laughs> yeah, but she, she hasn't seen him for like her. months. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> and what does the new kid do? What do you do? Uh, I more or less redirect kinetic energy. Basically invincible to most things. Shrugs. Well, you sound like good cannon fodder. You can, uh walk right up to it, I guess, so that you're on one team. That was the plan. But you stopped me. On the one hand, I don't know if she would let Sherry and Leo be on the same team. On the other hand, she doesn't want to deal with any bullshit if they whine about not being on the same team. Because <laughs> they might would... get distressed if they don't see each other or some bullshit. Leo probably wouldn't whine. He's professional, man. Yeah, Leo's professional, but Sherry was holding his hand. This is true. Honestly, I don't know how to split it, split the, the group up. So I'm thinking Seraphim, and I kind of want to put Seraphim and Janos together just because I hate each other, and that's fun to watch. Um, <laughs> that sounds like Kira's logic, too. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and who better to send to the front lines than someone who's invincible and a dude who can see the shots coming? So that's team one, and team two will be the other three. Team Seraphim two will be them other guys. He, found, but, he finds this humorous. I don't even have a weapon. Kira will hand him... Don't his... worry, I'll protect you. Don't if he wants a gun, Kira will do... <laughs> will hand her rifle over. You have an AK he now. He puts his hands up. Do you know how to shoot a gun? No, I don't. Then why did you even ask? Why are we complaining about not having a gun if you don't know how to shoot one? Is it? Is I'm going to be better nearby? off in the woods or something. If there's a stick nearby... Seraphim will go grab it and hand it to Janice. There's a weapon. He won't. 
put his hands out to take it. He'll make Seraphim stand there like a jackass. <laughs> this is a good decision. Kira, Kira is happy for her decision already. Make sure you keep your radios on, you two. <laughs> Not for communications, but just so she can hear them bickering. Yep. Yes, sir. The best team leader ever. I'm so it's glad. A, gives a sloppy salute. <laughs> Alright, well, um, should we go around then? Should we give them some time to start to get in position before we go ahead, or just get going? That might be a good idea. If our plan is to cover the rear, that would that would be a good idea. We'll ping in when we'll chime in when we are on the other side. Thumbs up. Nod. And then they go. I have to ask. I heard Kevin start to say something. Was he about to say that that was a good idea until he realized it was Sarah from the said it? (laughs) I'll take the silence and say yes. (laughs) All right. So it's if I'm correct, following correctly, it's. Uh, Seraphim and Janos, uh, going straight in, and Kira, Leo, and, uh, Cherry, uh, circling around behind. Yep. Alright, let me, uh. Also, I like that this is, this is actually like, we're pulling off a, we're pulling off a kind of diversion thing here. Cause the two unarmed people that can, that are the most capable of dodging the shots are, coming in from the front and all the people with actual combat powers and guns are coming in from the back. Alright, uh... This Kira! Is this, 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 this is much better. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Even your odds. Uh, yeah. Odds. Alright, uh... Kira, Cherry, Leo, as you're sneaking around the side, roll me notice checks. Mm-hmm. Are Ser- Seraphim and Janos just waiting, waiting for them to get into position, or are they going in right away? Waiting for him to get in position. Alright. Definitely waiting. Uh, so, Janos, how have you been? A lot of fives. Got a whole lot of fives, Spear. Got a whole lot of fives, You all notice, although Leo notices a little bit sooner, uh, as you're sneaking around, there is a big. There's a point when you're sneaking around that there are a bunch of fallen trees in your way. And. Uh, all pointing down away from, uh, the road. Uh, essentially going in a line extending away from it. And what, uh, Kira and Cherry can make, actually, all three of you still make this out, uh, is large footprints underneath. Uh, really large footprints. Is... Is it? Is, is, is it? Is, is it a? Uh, is it abominable? Is it abominable? Yeah. Is it abominable? You can't tell just from the footprints. I'm How afraid. large are the footprints? How big are these feet? I am so terribly uh, terrible at estimates. Um, they're a shack. Bigger, bigger than a bread box. Smaller than a bread box. Bigger than a bread box. Yeah. Uh, they're. I'd say they're. Pro- the footprints themselves are probably four or five. Oh God. So, so Cherry will like kind of like get a little close, peer left and peer right down down, down the way they're going, and uh, she'll try she'll try and determine like uh, are they human shaped or are they beast shaped? Are they are they, ho- are they, are they hoofs or hooves or hoofs or, or uh, paws? Paws, yeah. Cloven hooves, man feets. Uh, I can make a notice check if you want for hunting stuff. No, eventually. you don't even. These are so large, you don't need to. Uh, they're kind of human shaped, but they're not like 
obviously you've never encountered anything this big in the wilds. Uh, kind of monkeyish, prime primate ish. You don't know. Okay. They're the like like vague, kind of human shaped, but um, another thing she looks. I, I I will let you roll me on anyone looking at the prince roll and uh, can roll it out. Think though. Okie doke. All right. Is this for hunting stuff? Basically, is it for like tracking, etc.? Dealing with hunting in, in general. It's dealing with the footprints, so kind of. That's kind of what I meant. It's dealing. It is about the footprints themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then. Then, uh, yeah, I will put the past out on this. Two by seven. Alright, all of you made it. Um, all of you are aware that the footprints are too, they're too smooth. Too, too, too smooth, too flat. There's no grooves in this at all. Curious. So it's like someone took a big foot shaped stamp and put it in the ground? That is on kind of what it reminds you of. Yeah, like, like what something just came straight down and then nearly straight back up and it was not shaped like if it's some kind of animal or it's not having weight being pushed off also how are the how are the feet set up like i assume there's more than just one print here no yeah they're periodic it's hard to it, it's hard to see you can get there's a few good ones you're looking at um it's hard to see some of them because fallen trees have fallen on and ruined a few of them or at the very least are making it hard to examine them right but we're seeing them patterned like left right left right left right yeah you are seeing them patterned left right left right left right all right um it's actually a spider yeti actually here's a good question uh are they far apart um, how far apart are you? Is it what walking what, or what is it your definition of being far apart? Yeah, basically, is it is 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 it walking? Well, is it is it because uh, it looks like each one just came straight down, and the only way to walk right. like that is to lift your knees completely to uh, lift your knees completely well, to, to uh, pelvic to yeah to march basically lift your knees at pelvic level, and you don't actually go very far when you do that. You still do push weight forward so you still are coming at an angle so to come at like a perfect downward you wouldn't go very far no um without knowing what made the footprints and what making it look like it's hard really hard to judge that but compared to the size assuming it's something proportional to the size of the footprints uh not very far apart just standard whatever made these what whatever made these was not they're they're pretty close together whatever made these was not making moving very far per step compared to what something with that large of a footprint size you would imagine should be assuming it is remotely proportional so either it's a diversion or whatever came through here was marching standard march is the ardent radios on yeah so you're saying it could be nazi yetis you know, considering all the things that we've dealt with, I wouldn't rule it out of the question. Over. I really hope it's not Nazi Yetis. That's. I just really hope it's not Nazi Yetis. I'd be okay fighting a Nazi. Those are the few things you can fight and actually not feel bad about. Yeah, if it was a Nazi, I'd, it's the Yeti part that I really a Yeti. We went to space. I know that was cool. Yetis are just. <laughs> like an Arctic version of Bigfoot, which is everything. the dumbest thing <laughs> ever. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, continue forward 
I do have a question about uh, where the, the the footprints were going, like perpendicular to the um to the car- uh, convoy, or were they heading towards or away from? Uh, they're heading away. away. They're heading out into the woods. Okay, then uh, Kira's suggestion was that they uh, continue their little pinch operation or whatever and examine the convoy before they go chase Nazi yetis or whatever. Understood. Uh, over the radio you hear, uh, yes, we'll definitely want to check those footprints out, but uh, we'll uh, ensuring checking on the safety and well-being of those in the convoy comes first. Yes, oh, yeah, that's right. We have other guys with us. <laughs> yes, there are soldiers waiting back near the APC. They were standing out around it, uh, ready, uh, taking a look around. Moving up, moving on forward, moving on in. Yeah. Uh, They'll radio to Janos and, uh, uh, Kamarov to continue to move on forward. Alright, yeah, you guys, I'm uh, assuming they're equal distance and they'll be maneuvering according to plan. Alright, so, you're, uh, you're all entering the frog, the fog from opposite, you're entering the fog from opposite sides then? We're entering the frog from the rear. Yes, the frog. God, I hate frogs. Okay, uh, as you enter, everybody can roll me notice. Duck. 70. That's a lot of threes. What? Why did I find Kira's sheet? Hey, Hannah, could you link me Kira's character sheet? I cannot find it for the life of me for some reason. Here you Thank go. you. It's like, according to... There anywhere. All right. Uh, so, uh, from so from the let's see. So, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, notice check. Make anything. With a what type of check? Uh, notice as you and Seraphim enter the fog. Yeah. Nothing. All right. Um. Well, you and so you and Seraphim enter the fog. You already have. Thanks to Kara pointed out, you already have kind of an idea of where the for where the there was an APC nearby. Uh, so you guys find that at the same at around the same time. Uh, at around the same time, at Kira and Cherry. Uh, a little bit harder. You notice um as you enter the fog that not on the road, but actually. <sighs> Off the side of the road, having uh, hit a tree, is one of the other APCs. And at about the same time, you all notice at least part of what happened here. Over the front, uh, starting at the front of the APCs and uh, creeping, creeping in a splash-like way back... Uh, Covering far enough so it's not covering the back of it, the entire back of it mostly, but, well, actually it would be covering nearly the whole thing, even back included, is ice. Uh, Both of you see that the APCs you've encountered is nearly entirely covered in ice. That's not good. Cherry, you specifically can roll me a courage check. Because this is eerie, for reasons specific to you. Alright, let's see here. Um, I'll toss down cosmic insignificance because she's been to space. A few things are scarier than that. Hmm. 2 by 8. 2 by 8, yeah. Um, this is eerie, uh, this kind of thing happening, but you've dealt with a lot since joining the Pixies. It's nothing you can't handle. Alright, what you gonna do? See a couple APCs covered in ice. 
one like. on the road, one on the road, basically, just stopped. Uh, well, first order of business, I guess, would be to find any uh, survivors or locate any personnel. So. All right, you going to uh, continue to look around then? Yeah, just do like a sweep. If it's if there if it seems like there's nothing else going on here but giant blocks of ice. Yeah, uh, that's about. Leo will look within the giant blocks of ice, provided they are translucent enough. Um, the ice is patterned in a way you cannot see through. It's fairly thick for ice sitting on a vehicle, and uh, there's this kind of uh, spread pattern to it, kind of going from front to back. Uh, but yeah, the, the weird way, the weird way the pattern overlaps, uh, makes it not like solid. You can't really see through it. Right. And even if you could, you can't really see into the windows of the APCs you guys use anyway, assuming they're like your APCs. So. All right. They could still like knock on them and see if there's a response. Yeah. Well, um, my thought was that if, uh, uh, sir, I could try and cut these open, maybe. It's up to you. I can... Also melt some of this ice. How many APCs are there? There's the two, and then... There was a... There should be... You haven't gotten to it yet, but there should be a semi-truck somewhere between the two. There was the one at the back that you caught the glimpse of, you know, and then you went around and found this one that went off the road. Okay. Do we know what specifically was on the semi-truck? Like, was it a tank or what? what Um, It it was a fairly... It was... It had a bed. You don't know what the cargo was, but it was okay. getting cargo of some kind. Then we're going to not attack that one to melt the ice off of that because the cargo might be volatile or something. So just focus on the one APC right now. All right. Uh, well, that's going on. Seraphim, uh, Janos, what are you doing? You also see an APC on the road covered in ice. Yeah, moving up. Keep going up. Janos is going to stay pretty far behind him. In fact, he's basically not going to move. Just standing on the edge of the fog. Yeah, that, Wait, that waiting gives, for some visions. <laughs> that actually gives Sarah from some small pleasure. That it seems like he's scared. He doesn't look particularly scared. He's just not interested. Unless there's All somebody, right. unless there's somebody ordering him to do a thing, he just typically doesn't do a thing. Uh, Janos, you can give me a precog check as you're standing there, staring into the fog, not moving. Uh, Seraphim, as you move up, uh, you uh can make me a notice check, another notice. And uh, other group is going to deal with the first APC. Yeah. You're going to try oh, wow. and get it get it open. Yeah. Uh, and so you're using telekinesis to try and. He's just trying to he's just trying to break the ice between the uh, the door joints, basically. All right. Cherry can help with this. Yeah. Cherry can most certainly help with this. She'll she'll uh, warm the ice for him. All right. Do you want me to uh, just like roll or do you want, want him to just add a die? Um, we both can roll. Okay. All right, uh, Janos. Janos, you have a, another brief uh, vision, hazy again, because fog, probably. Especially as the vision is a small, there's a small object, uh, spherical, looks like it's made of glass, ice, something. Uh, your vision just as a, a boot comes down on it and breaks, and then the road gets clearer. Uh, Seraphim, as you, you see what is very definitely the back of a semi-truck, or at least the truck part that's very low to the ground, you don't see a tr- it's also covered in ice, the cab of the truck is, uh, you don't see a trailer on it, 
like big box thing that should hold all the stuff the truck is transporting. Not I'm aware there. of what a trailer is, but thank you. <laughs> I know you. I like reiterating. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, Just in case your stunned silence was due to confusion or to me not shutting up. Uh, over over the radio. Uh, looks like the trailer's missing on this big rig. So I guess we find out why it got attacked. What was being transported? My guess is they're not going to tell us. I believe the contents were classified. Uh, you hear one of the soldiers from the um, from the back. Uh, we have a list of the we have a list of the transports. If we when they're secured, we'll be checking them. Though it would seem there's an issue with that. Yeah, the whole apparently the whole trailer's gone. You said. Yep. Is there like drag marks or wheel things? Any indication? Roll, roll me a notice. Okay. A lot of arrogance, because he knows he can find shit like this. He's pro. Also, uh, as this is going on, Cherry, Leo, uh, you are... God damn it, I'm wasting making, my combat rolls. Making good use of the... Uh, you are making good use of your powers. Cherry, in the, uh, Cherry, you are... I mean, you're doing it quick enough that you're not in, obviously entirely melting the ice, but you're heating up, making it softer, easier to uh, get through. And yeah, Leo, you are a pro. You can just basically make precision cuts on this ice, cracking through the shell with uh, uh, with your psychokinesis, telekinesis, and uh, around the frame of the door. The lobster, you just crack that shell. Yeah. Uh, and as you as you begin doing this, you start hearing uh, noise from inside, uh, pounding and uh, uh, pounding on the doors, and uh, Is there survivors yeah, shouting. And yeah, as you open the doors, uh, there are a lot. There are a group of soldiers huddled together, trying to stay warm. Uh, Kira's gonna radio into the. Well, I guess they haven't cleared the entire fog area, but the soldiers who are waiting by the APC to, you know, come and get these guys or direct those guys back to the other APC for any sort of medical attention they might need for frostbite, what have you. Also, you all, you um, you also all notice that they are uh, uh, that they all that they are wearing the insignia of the of the project on them. Uh, should we, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, should we move on to the next one? Like, understand? You will. Uh, well, under- we could tell them to circle back around the fog too. Whatever. Yeah, but in any case, yeah, they they hear your call for uh, a medic and evac and medevac. Uh, they're yeah, they're radioing for so they're radioing uh for that in. Um, Seraphim. Yeah. Whoa. Four by ten. Yeah. Um, there aren't any drag marks but where the rear of where the rear of the flat part of the uh truck is uh there are indents as though the back of the truck went up and then slammed into the ground okay so like the the trailer or the truck um well the truck you don't see any marks where the trailer would be the the but the rear the bed of the truck. The, well, the, the, bed the trailer the, hitch. Yes, the trailer hitch, basically. Okay. Is this like a? Is this a? No, you said this is a semi and not like a modified pickup with a trailer hitch. Right. This is a full semi. Right. Um. Okay. That's odd. So, well, things that could have caused this are something hit it. Does it look damaged at all, really? Or um. Well, 
yes, in but it looks about as damaged as you'd expect it getting dropped from dropped enough to the rear getting dropped enough to yeah. hit the ground and indented <laughs> the underside if you look at the underside it looking a pretty bit beat up because of that okay uh is is the hitch itself snapped off or scratched or anything like they didn't actually undo the latch on the hitch before popping it off um yeah you can tell there the latch wasn't undone it basically was snapped off okay uh looks like it got snapped off right at the hitch Either, well, this is kind of weird. Something either hit the top of it, knocked down, or the back of the trailer got lifted uh, until this thing smacked the ground. Um, so basically, we're dealing with some serious bullshit. Yeah, this might meet up with our, uh, with our five foot friend here. Five footed foot. Five foot foot. 1.3 meter foot. The Nazi Yeti. Whatever. So we're facing American basketball players? <sighs> Either way, that's. That's a lot of power to do this. Uh, yeah, I don't even see if the thing was dragged off. So, unless they airlifted it. It just got picked up there's by no, a giant. There's no tire treads, even? I didn't see any. giant footprints? Are there giant footprints? <laughs> like, where this thing would have been lifted up at the back of the trailer, is there any indication that something picked it up and, like, had its feet? Like, basically, are there, like, points of where something lifted up, the extra weight that it's lifting, pushing its feet into the ground or anything like that? feet um, or whatever is 4 by 10 and now that you're looking for it yeah um it's harder to tell on the road than mm-hmm. they were seen just on the ground in the off the road but yeah there's definitely some kind of indentation about the right size of the things they were describing in the road as though something was standing right next to the it looks like something was standing by where it would have gotten lifted and oh my what is this an iron cross with sword and laurels what? I meant the last part up. Damn Nazis. Oh, is he saying that in character? I was like, where are you getting that? <laughs> he's just being, yeah, he's just making stuff. He's, no, but I want, but no, I want me 100 Yeti scalps. <laughs> there, are, there are footprints here that uh, match the description of what you were talking about. Perhaps you should I make it a point it. to try and track those then. All right. Yeah, we um, try, uh, well, the only blood. reason they're visible is because it was lifting up a few tons of trailer. This is on road. Right. Uh, if it's if it's to be assumed that the area is pretty much free of danger and they just need to get the other survivors out of the other APC, then Kira's just going to call the regular soldiers to do that and they can uh, track the Nazi Yeti or whatever the hell they're up against. Um, alright. Uh, as you are looking... Yeah, uh, so you're going to go... Sorry, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I... If- Everything in the fog seems to be danger-free. They're just going to call the other soldiers to get to chip out the other people in the second APC that uh, that Seraphim walked past. Yeah, while well, we go and fight monsters. Yeah. Um, you know that if it's if this ice was made supernaturally, and it probably was, it's going to take a while for regular people to get through it, if they even can. Okay, Seraphim, well, I'm also going to add on. I could do your- a loop around and get the get the other APC people out and then go track the Yeti. I'm, I'm also going to add to your 4x10. Uh, since you're uh, looking around the area of the truck, and the truck is fairly close to the middle of the fog, um, in the road, the, the footprints were off more towards the side of the road. Um, around the center of the road, there you see through the fog a sphere of some kind. Shiny. It's almost glass-like. Ice or ice smooth. It's going to take a look. 
Uh, also found some kind of... Maybe David Bowie's been here. He's going to take a few steps forward. What? It's some kind of sphere. Clear sphere. Oh, I, like labyrinth. Exactly. I don't suggest touching it. Does it remind you of I a wasn't small going. child? Reminds you of the babe, the babe with the power. What power? All right, that's enough. Fair enough. Seraphim, or Jana starts walking up to Seraphim to see if it's the orb he saw. All right. Um, oh, decided to join us. Yeah, as the Janos, as you get up there, yes, that is definitely the orb from your uh, from your vision. Um, Leo and Cherry, I'm I won't have you roll again. You guys uh, open the other. I mean, or you can if you want, but you guys <laughs> we already did. <laughs> at this point, you're not you're barely certain the area is safe. You're taking your time. You can yeah get uh you get the other APCs uh. Are the people in the, the, uh, the other the people in the cab? Or the people in the cab, there's a couple of people in the cab. Um, only the front, the front APC that was off the road seemed to have some uh, in, injuries from going off the road. Most minor, mostly uh, bruises and scrapes. No uh, casualties then. No casualties. Mostly. You know, just it occurs to me we should ask these guys what happened to them. <laughs> Cherry was going to about, about to do that. <laughs> We're gonna go. We're gonna go fight this. Never mind these people we rescued from this mysterious thing. Let's just go fight it without asking them (laughs) what they encountered. (laughs) Since you mentioned out loud first, uh, Leo, Leo could. I was about to have Cherry do it actually. All right. Uh, I'll get to that in a sec. Uh, So yeah, Janos. That is definitely the orb that you saw in your vision. And it was, was it the fog receded, or was it the ice that receded with it? Um, everything got clearer, so you're guessing the fog, you couldn't see the vehicle, like, this was a really close-up of it, almost like somebody was inspecting it very closely, so you couldn't see the, uh, whether the, uh, whether it was, uh, whether the, uh, did anything to the ice or not. Okay. He'll say into the radio, I saw a vision of this orb being stomped on and broken, I think is it's what keeps one... the fog here. Are you oh. sure? Is that one of your everyone-is-gonna-die visions? This one, not everyone died. Oh, I guess I'll... Okay, let me rephrase that. Did I die? No, no one died. Not in this one. Um, what is Anton's rank? Um... Or I guess I'll just put my suit. I guess I'll just uh, radio into Kira's. Sir, um, do, sir, do you, Ant- think we should, uh, you think we should report this in to our uh, commanding officer? The orb? Yeah, we're, we are... Large, as far as I know, we're largely uncertain what this is or does or is. Yeah, call it in. See if they know anything about an orb. Yeah. Glass, labyrinth, Look at David Bowie, whatever the hell. I'll call into, yeah. Um, I don't remember what Alice's rank was. She was a major, I think. Yeah, Alice is actually the, the, uh, she, she has, she has the highest, uh, yeah, standing so rank on, on, like, on the base. What is it? Oh, Cap- yeah. Captain is the one below that? Yeah. Anton's. Probably, I mean, what, what, like, what would be, what would the rank that other handlers would have? I guess would be the question. Lieutenant. Lieutenant. He's probably a lieutenant. Back. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's his last name? Uh, Alkaev. Lieutenant Alkaev. Uh, uh, Seraphim and Janos have uh, come into contact with an artifact. Uh, oh, great! It appears to be some kind of clear, completely smooth sphere. All right. Does uh, does command have anything on the any information on this? Uh, let me run a search quick. If it helps, I need. Uh, Jano said in his vision it broke and the fog went away, so that's a potential thing. Yes. Largely, I want to know if we should uh, secure this or destroy it. Over. Hmm. 
Um, here's a question: What would be? What's about the accuracy on Janus's visions when he's not lying about them <laughs> that they can figure? His accuracy? I mean, a lot of stuff he's predicted hasn't come true for a while. Other than I that, suppose it's hard to judge. Yeah, and it's hard to judge too whether he's actively trying to make it happen or actively trying to prevent it from happening or all that. But as far as an actual success rate on his visions, it's probably around thirty-three percent. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Lieutenant Alkev uh, calls uh, silent for a minute or two as he's you can or can't hear because he doesn't leave his mic on while he's click clacking on a keyboard, but. Uh, after a minute or two, he responds, we don't have anything on whatever that is. Uh, if you're as far as containment or that, normally the uh, normally we wouldn't try and touch it. Janus, as Janus has seen a vision otherwise, then um, acting, acting sergeant will leave it to you. Uh, you're on site. It's your call. We can either treat it like a potentially dangerous artifact, or if you uh, believe you can, you can try and destroy it. Uh, she'll tow it with her shoe, and if it doesn't, like, the fog doesn't seem to get thicker or anything, she'll... It's cold, but other than that, no, the fog doesn't seem to get thicker. So it's, like, not aggravating it or anything? She's never dealt with magical items before, she doesn't know the severity of it. Sir, what is our protocol for dealing with magical artifacts? (laughs) Potentially magical artifacts, I mean... That covered oh. in our field handbook. <laughs> two, two missions ago, Mikhail's orders were, what the hell are you doing? Don't fuck with that. But then again, that was a slightly different situation because it was covered by exploded and or crushed dead yeah, people. There was, there was a bunch of death around, whereas this, there's a bunch of fog and ice. Yeah, I mean, last time we went and captured quite the... on the same threat level, essentially. Well, on the 50-50 thing that I rolled, it rolled that she stomped it, so... <laughs> I guess Kira's just stomping it. I like to think that she, like, like Two-Face, actually, like, pulled out a coin and flipped it, looked at it, shrugged, and then steps on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. Yeah, that would be her process. I was actually going to mention her taking out a coin and doing a coin toss on it, but... That's wonderful. (laughs) She's the best team leader. Sarah's going to look at whoever's next to him and just be like, I think I like her style. Yeah, and uh, wait, uh, crunch. As oh yeah, Kira, your boot comes down. It shatters. It's it, you can tell just from the way it cracks under you. It was definitely made of ice. Uh, and as you do, the fog around starts to dissipate, and it doesn't immediate. It's slow as the sun's coming through, slowly starting to get a little uh, warmer. Cherry size. I would have liked to have... Oh, well. Like to have finished your sentence? Examine that. Well, too bad. And then she'll just, like, motion for them to, you know, talk to the people and figure out what the hell happened. Uh, yeah, who are you talking to? I guess whoever was in the truck that uh, overturned, because they seem to have the most right. exciting story to tell. Yeah. Or the people in the cab of the truck. And the, the most concussive. <laughs> Well, those uh, guys are the people who are in the cab of the uh, semi-trailer, because that's also exciting. All right. I mean, talk to everyone if you want. Uh, yes. Or at least yeah, get the, or at uh, least get a representative sample. We take one person from each vehicle. The, the people and the driver and or people in front would probably be a good choice. Yeah. Well, I, mean, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if it assaulted them directly or if it came in from behind the first one, then got the semi, and then got the third one after. All right. Santa's going to be RV. This is a good time to come over to Arson. 
What? Person. Where am I? This isn't my house. You're on base. Yeah. You're a bit hungover. You spent the you spent the last night drinking with Janos. Okay. Janos, while you were gone, Kevin rolled uh, Kevin rolled to repair his relationship with Arson by drinking with him. <laughs> it went well. Oh. <laughs> neither neither of you made complete buffoons of each other or yourselves or and yeah yeah um Arson a little. About an hour ago, or about a half hour ago, uh, 40 minutes, you heard, uh, actually probably about an hour ago by this point, you heard, uh, over the intercom, uh, uh, you heard a bunch of your several friends, or at least people you work with, uh, were called out into the briefing room, and then they, Kira at the very least, didn't come back to PT. Uh, yeah, and then you, another announce, and then you see, uh, as you're in PT, uh, you see, um, Anton, Lieutenant Al- Anton Alkaev come up to you, uh, one of the other handlers, uh, Arson. Yes? Uh, you feeling up for a mission? I don't think I have a choice. Well, we've had, uh, you do, because what we're doing is sending out, uh, we are sending out a medic evac to go out with the, uh, to, uh, go out the group we sent out to invest, we sent out a group to, on a mission, and they found friendlies that were, are injured, and injured, suffering from possible frostbite and hypothermia. Alright. Uh, we're sending out a medic team to, treat and evacuate them uh like you with that team if you wish okay otherwise there are uh no one in critical con- optional because we no one in critical condition that was reported so I still all right. Go. all right very well uh this is a official mission as part of the military so changing your fatigues and uh, uh report to the motor pool then yeah yeah he and then he heads out and i assume you do that yeah Alright, yeah, uh, point to the mortar pool, you get into a, essentially, I don't know much about militaries, but whatever the military would use as an ambulance. I think they just, I think it's probably called an ambulance. Probably, it's probably, it's probably several, because there's a, you know, there was two APC, military convoy APCs to guard a truck, so it's probably about 14, 15 people all told, so, so yeah, uh, so yeah, you head out with a, a veritable fleet of ambulances. Uh, I, looking it up, it looks like they have literally APCs with ambulance stuff on them. That makes sense, yeah. They're med- medical APCs, essentially. Yeah, so, uh, takes about, takes you about half hour, 40 minutes to get there, uh, actually a little less because you're probably going really fast. Uh, this is get out of the fucking way time for medical vehicles. Yeah, uh, you arrive on site, you're in the APC, you're briefed, there's, uh, where you're going, there was a convoy, it was attacked by something unknown, uh, two APCs and a semi-truck covered in ice, uh, those inside seem mostly unharmed except for the front APC went off the road, there's some cuts, bruises, checking for concussions, that kind of deal with them, uh, there doesn't seem to be any severe injuries, but uh, when dealing with the supernatural, you can never be too careful. Anything unusual, you're to report immediately. Uh, and yeah, otherwise, uh, gear, gear up, uh, gear up. You know, get you have gear, and they say prepare to deal with a lot of hypothermia with potential hypothermia and frostbite, mostly. Yeah, you uh, and then you arrive at the site. 
uh, all the medics, including you, or including I'm guessing you, haul ass out of the. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you haul ass, and I'm gonna that'll happen in a sec as I cut over to back to the others because they were talking to people. All right, Sakira, you wanted to go talk to the drivers. Yes. Um. Yeah. As you, the first driver doesn't say much. He uh, or he doesn't have, rather doesn't have much to say. Um, he doesn't know what happened. Uh, one second he was driving, the next second, uh, he couldn't. There was an it felt like an impact on the front of the vehicle. He couldn't see. Um, he lost control and went off the road. Uh, the uh, uh, similarly, the driver of the rear APC didn't uh, get a good sight. Uh, didn't see much. They stopped as they stopped as soon as they realized something was wrong but uh they were hit as well before they could climb out of the uh vehicle it's the cab driver that seems the most uh helpful but also a little bit shaken up uh, it, was, it was like nothing i've ever seen something i mean I, I was watching the road something hit the the apc in front of me went off the road and slammed on the you know hit the brakes uh, brought it to a stop, but as I was doing that, something I couldn't tell you what went by me, went to the, uh, went just streaking to my, uh, yeah, to my left by the window. It was like, it was bluish, unreal, and I, I don't know what it, it, it went by so fast, I don't, I didn't get a good look at it. And then when I looked back, uh, I looked back to the road and someone was standing there uh, in the middle of the road and they pointed their hand, they pointed their hands at me and or at the truck and another something, there was a blue light and then everything was iced over, frozen, uh, stalled the engine, the, the radio went out of commission, I couldn't get a hold of the other APCs or uh, couldn't get a hold of the base, nothing. And then there was this, and for a few minutes that was it, and then there was this, the back end of the truck just lifted, and then snapped free, and bam, fell back down. Uh, uh, that hurt a bit, but yeah, and after it did, there was a, after it did, and I'd calmed down a bit, I could hear something stomping off in the distance, and then nothing i've been trying to we were trying to kick out break the ice but it was too thick couldn't get to work couldn't get uh radios to work or anything uh so we've been just just been trying to keep warm the figure you saw on the road it just it was average height for a human yeah uh it's too far away to get a good look but i'm pretty sure it was human i guess that in our line of work that doesn't always mean much but it looked human so did this for someone about that size uh, I'm really tired of wizards and around this time a bunch of the by this point the fog's almost entirely gone uh, and there and a bunch of medics are charging uh, uh, charging in from many vehicles that have stopped near where you're the APC that brought you here stopped. Um, any of you looking at them see a familiar face amongst the medics. Ah, glad you were able to join us. Whatever. Who needs who needs the most immediate medical attention? Um, everyone it looks like. Uh, which which were the guys who were concussed? 
Uh, front vehicle had some possible concussions. The leading vehicle uh, flipped over. All right. And you'll, Arson will go off to deal with concussions. Right. Yeah. Um, Arson, if you want, you can give me uh, some kind of role to appraise and treat the injuries of the. Yeah, use brains plus remember. Uh, yeah, that would be appropriate. Both brains plus remember uh, for medical knowledge. Using relationship with medicine. Uh, two tens. Two tens. Um, yeah, you find about what you were told. Uh, there's uh, minor cases of hypothermia, uh, a little, uh, some frostbite, uh, and uh, it looks like the driver has a concussion. But well, concussion, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know how to treat all those things necessarily. But you do. How severe is a frostbite? Is it like things. nothing amputation worthy? No. Um, well, dude, like you've been, you've been sitting. No, like you've been sitting in below freezing temperatures for a couple hours, but you know, not like super sub zero. It it's treatable. Nothing needs to. Nothing should need to get. From what you've seen of the people you're with, nothing should need to get amputated. All right, yeah. And then in that case, well, the frostbite kind of will be treated with. You know, frostbite and uh, hypothermia are usually treated with you know a gentle warming. Yeah, you, you have blankets and. But uh, he's going to deal with, since, you know, the concussion needs extra medical attention, he's going to deal with that. Yeah, the, um, uh, yeah, you deal with it, you get the guy, uh, back to the medevacs, you probably, you get everybody back there eventually, but, you know, most, for the most part, the, a lot of blankets are being distributed first. Uh, it's actually, uh, it's actually decided that, uh, a, a few people, a, a few people are well enough that, uh, they probably don't need to be evac'd, which is good because somebody needs to drive these vehicles back. But, yeah. uh, otherwise, yeah. Um, so you're, you're busy with that for a little bit. Rest of you, what are you doing? You, the, uh, drivers and APZs are all getting treated. I mean, if everybody's getting, uh, taken to, uh, medevac or other kinds of things, uh, we can probably just continue on the mission to track down the trailer. All right. Um, as you're doing that, uh, Arson, you're told mm. by a senior officer that I think we've got to handle it here, son. If you'd, uh, uh, the lieutenant says that, uh, you're to join the other, you're to join the others on the mission to, uh, retrieve the cargo. All right. Is it quick? Is, is, uh, am I allowed to know the contents of the, uh, cargo and, or am I at least allowed to know that if it's biological or not? What helped in me retrieving it? Uh, let's see. The uh, we don't know. But if you radio, if you radio those in the uh, you rather than rather than the guy you're talking to answer, who's the in charge of the medics, basically. Uh, uh, you hear uh, uh, Lieutenant Alkaev, uh, Anton rather, uh, radios and is like, um, it's cl- it's classified, but I can tell you that it's not organic. Well, all right, that will help me. Uh... I guess I still should, though, should use my battle sensors to can use my battle sensors to find who made off with it. I'm joining up on group. Roger that. Uh, 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 from here on out, follow the orders of acting, acting Sar- Sergeant Volkov. That's Kira. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll just head on over to the group. Right, yeah. Cherry's been trying to fruitlessly, uh, study pieces of the uh, the ice ball but it's probably like just nothing it's anymore melted. Yeah. yeah it's it's they're pieces of ice that are they're now whatever was interesting about them before they're now just pieces of ice melting on the uh on the road all right yeah leo's looking at the tracks of whatever hauled away this trailer all right yeah checking uh, them out 
yeah, Cherry will at that point start going along with this. Tracking this is not going to be difficult. No, yeah, there's a pretty clear. It's a path, giant uh, thing carrying a giant thing. <laughs> yeah, for 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 Charlie, uh, I don't know if you caught this part, uh, but yeah, there are felled trees basically leading a path out from the road through the woods, and uh, large footprints under them. Arson, somebody probably points this out to you on the off chance you don't see it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, The men were saying it was a giant blue thing, which really isn't incredibly helpful. But there's a small, there appears to be a human going along with it. Not the case. Interesting. Uh, Janos, give me a precog check. Pretty much Nothing. Amazing. 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 All right. Yeah. You, you have a moment where you think you were going to have a vision, but. No, 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 no. When he fails, he should just see one of the useless ones where everyone dies. Yeah. Uh... He has a religious vision. It has great importance to Galactica. <laughs> no, yeah, Genos, you see a very, very old person passing away in a bed. They shut their eyes. You don't recognize them. It's not very helpful. Somewhere, someone on the planet will die. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a person, and they'll die. It may be someone you know. It, it may not, but it may be you. He'll file it away with the thousand other visions he's had like that. <laughs> right next to the one with the two people fighting near the coffee table, and one of them gets shot in the back. Yeah, that one uh, keeps appearing a lot in the future for some reason. So, um, everyone, give me. As you're following this trail, everyone give me uh, guts plus win. Using relationship with anatomy. Three nines. I'm pretty sure Seraphim is shit at this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does this count as a weird situation? I well, use anatomy. You, you, are, you are tracking a very large something through the woods from an area where there was a very clearly unnatural fog that dissipated when okay. someone broke an orb. Yes. It then counts as use... a natural situation. Uh, kind of everything will... we do counts as a weird situation. We'll use his relationship with invulnerability because fuck that. Being tired isn't a thing. And and Cherry will use her relationship with Leo because she doesn't want to look like a pansy around her boyfriend. Leo draws in his relationship with Lucas Petrovsky. Who taught him to uh, continue onwards even through tough times? Always before. Like how Leo is doing the worst at this. That's only because everyone else is doing fucking stellar. No, yeah. Yeah. That's what. (laughs) I am the bottom of the top. What did Arson get? (laughs) Three nines. Same as a lot of people. Yeah, you guys. You're marching for a while, but you don't give a fuck at all. This is. you know, you either do PT or you're in shape or you've done enough of this walking shit. It, it's a bit tough going because you have to kind of worm around fallen trees and deep footprints. But nah, whatever. So you're actually walking, though, for you're actually walking for <laughs> that was not the it took me a second to figure that out because I was thinking of a different game resuming next week. Huh? No, uh. And so, yeah, you're walking for about an hour because you've determined this thing's probably not moving too fast, but it's not exactly quick going with the rather unorthodox trail you're following either. But eventually you finally see something in the distance. Everyone can give me notice. 
Is no one talking, or am I just... Yeah. Okay. Six is really silent there. Okay. Holy crap! And Kira has eyes like retarded notice rolls. Oh my god! Sees into the. Why couldn't I have that for battle or something? Yeah. I know. No shit. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Kevin, give me a notice for Janos. That's what everyone's rolling here. It's like that. Uh. I got carjacked. Where'd they go? Into the sky. Don't you see, Michael? All right. Yeah. I'm just. You know. No offense to all the rest of you, but yeah, Kira, you see this thing long before everybody else. Just when it's just barely peeking over the relative horizon to you, you see what looks to be a icy small, uh, looks to be something blue whitish in the distance. And even from as far back as you can, you make it out. It seems to be a humanoid shape made, a large humanoid shape made of ice. It's a ways away yet. Like, I like to imagine Kara like points it out to everyone, but they're like, you're full of shit. You can't see anything. And oh. Yeah, no, is they might, but as you get closer, you're proven right. Uh, uh, actually, I should add more, probably more importantly than the figure itself, on its, uh, shoulder is essentially carrying it one armed on its shoulder is that that is definitely a large box thing that was probably a trailer all right uh, uh, it, doing that just doesn't just walking away not even a little bit permission to engage sir engage what that oh yeah sure you're long distance go for it <laughs> no i'm not permission to leave sir you know what? No, you stick around. <laughs> you stick here, right next to me. She'll put Come an on, arm man. around it's just him. A, it's just an ice yeti. Why are you getting all getting cold feet? Arthur's gonna do a bio sense ping on it. All right, roll it. All right. Uh, using relationship with anatomy. Uh, two nines with a uh, wicked fast times four. Also three eights. All right. Um. It's a very weird signature in that it's not alive, ar- arson, not in the way things are normally alive. He probably can't sense it, then? Yeah, it, can I, if I cannot sense it, then it is probably, that is probably the answer. You... Are there bio parts in it? He detects yeah, like I'll say, flesh yeah, and organs and stuff Arson, like that. You, you, you can't really sense this thing. It doesn't seem to have a physiology of any kind. Some type of construct. That would explain the strangeness of the prince. Right. So you're saying it's not fleshy? It's not no. living. Sorry. Yeah, so that, if it is, that explains why the footprints are so weird and don't have much weight to them. Unfortunately, that means I can't do much against it. There's a person that's working with it. There'll probably be plenty fleshy, I hope. So can we take a quick show of hands and maybe see if the things that are living can leave and the things that are dead can stay here? You know, this would be a great time for a you're-already-dead-inside joke, but I feel like that's it's not the right time to make it. Alright, well, how should we plan to engage this? I like uh, with you and Cherry doing stuff at long range, I assume. Yeah. It kind of depends. I wonder if we could just my tip range, it over. My range is a little different from yours. I need to be a little I'm closer. I'm just going to go up to it. <laughs> is that okay? We're having Cherry engage it. We probably shouldn't. 
Apparently yeah, he's no, it's fine. Apparently he is invincible or something. He'll be fine. Throw explosions at him. Are you sure? I'd do it myself if I could. Explosions. Are you, Janos? Are you still hungover? No, I'm not hungover. He just seems to irrationally too much for that. It's, I don't get it. Why? Why the bad blood? All right. Well, I'm sorry if I've ever offended. You're just a no, douchebag. Wow. I think this can wait. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm the one who wanted to leave. Uh, permission to engage? Just no. Go for it. All right. All right. Yes, so sir. walk sir. up there with his hands in his pockets. We'll just saunter on up. Yeah, How fast is this thing moving back. anyway? Like, Not very. It its movements are like it's taking very big steps, but mechanical. It's taking, it's taking big. It it it's taking you know really mechanical steps. Like foot comes up, moves forward. Like moves forward, comes straight back down. Kind of steps. Does it look like this thing should just fall over every time it picks up a foot? Not quite, but all right. Also, doing another biosensors check to see if anyone alive that isn't in the group is nearby. Also, how how far away is it? Right. How many meters? Uh, or yards? I'll basically say, here's the thing. It doesn't see you guys. You can get as close as you want to it. Okay. It seems to be fair. Well, I guess we don't know how dumb it is, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be picking us up. Cher- Cherry will uh, get to her, her maximum range and then... Which is what again? It's like 40 uh, meters. 40 meters from Akron, right. right? And also, again, I'm doing the biosensors to see if anyone is around here controlling Are, it. Okay, roll it. And I guess Leo's moving up and will attempt to just shove it over with his mind Using powers. relationship with anatomy. Terror will just explode it. Should we just declare it out think order or? Um, uh, essentially, you guys basically have a round on it because it doesn't seem to be reacting to you in any way. Okay. So. I think it, yeah, it goes Cherry, Leo, Seraphim. I think Janice right. is first. Uh, I don't think he's doing anything. What's Kira's outthink? And oh, Kira and Janos? Yeah, I thought the two of them were just abstaining, but yeah. I mean, they can still, remember, they can still have ways they can contribute, even if it's not damage. Like, Kira can shoot uh, Seraphim. <laughs> And, 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 if, he, and if, if he radios and says, hey, shoot me, it's, it's yeah, she might. <laughs> I guess also, yeah, also. she can inspire confidence or also so, just use mission command. And J- Janos can also, like, if he if he decides to be support, he can, he can also do the helping hand thing, like roll his power. And then the next round, <laughs> just give someone an extra bonus dice as, as, as Janos is just like, hey, hit them there. <laughs> so it could be. It's not something you can control all that well. Uh, that's just that, that's just like mechanically, Mecha- mechanically speaking, the, the helping hand action just entails that uh, for that round you roll your helping hand, but you don't declare what you're using it for. You just be like, I'm gonna roll notice this round to help someone else out or myself next round. Yeah. And then and then the next rounds on your declare action, you you tell someone that okay. you're giving them a thing, and they get bonus dice equal to the width that you rolled for your helping hand. It's basically you can be a support character pretty well. Yep. And of course, there's always doing things like noticing the monster itself and yeah, noticing hit locations and etc. Uh, for, like, for the guy with the freezing stuff. hands. Uh, Char- uh, Arson, uh, you don't pick up any other humans other than your friends and you. All right, uh, he gets on his. Uh, you don't even really pick up animal life because it seems that this thing's making a lot of noise, and it seems like anything has been long scared off in the area. All right, uh, no life detected around it. 
it must be some type of the automation must have been set and whoever made it has long since departed. Well then what happens next is fair game. Uh, let's see. So then, Cherry and Janos, what you doing? Janos is gonna watch those idiots and I guess look at the ice thing. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, yeah. a I can describe it further, I suppose. Well it also is... principles notice for locations, I think, is what yeah. yeah, that too. But I can I mean in just in general I can describe it further than I did. It's a uh I mean, you're seeing what you assume is its back, but it's a very, it's a large humanoid looking, you know, humanoid shaped. It's got two arms, uh, two legs, a torso, uh, something that appears to be the back of a head. Um, it's carrying the cargo. So, uh, Cherry might want to make note of that. It's carrying the tractor trailer. Yeah, that kind of sucks. And, uh, that's the tractor trailer, but semi trailer. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it seems to be entirely made out of ice. The sun reflects off it. It's, uh, it's kind of, it's not super, it's not actually, it's very unnaturally smooth. Um, which, as you point out, explains the footprints. Uh, okay, so she'd actually have to be even closer to light it on fire. Um, so what she'll do then is, she'd rather explode things rather than get too, too close to, too close for comfort, close not to be stepped on. Um, so she'll make a notice check too. She'll make, she'll make two. One to, what, what, one for, um, uh, noticing hit locations and the other for setting up an action. Alright, uh, Leo, what you doing? Um, see, Leo's going to uh, split two actions. He's going to split an action this round. Um, one to shove it over, and one to start trying to cut it with mine knives. He can't. I don't think he can lift it up because it's probably it's it's very likely more than one point six tons. Okay. Being that the thing it's carrying is very likely more than one point six tons. Uh, and then next would be Kira. Uh, you know, she's going to instill some loyalty in this new guy. He hasn't been around long. He needs some. All right. Um, that can be a helping hand action, if you like. Yep. All right. And then Arson and can Seraphim. Can I resist automatically? Like, do I get a free resist roll or no? Oh, also, Zach, do um, we get, do we have, is this a, a big, is this a, a larger bigness creature? Uh, I'm, bigness not, I'm not using, I'm not using the bigness rules. Okay. For this now, so there were no extra, the wicked fast and awesome, sadly, but it's not getting extra tough. Uh, it's not getting extra tough and gnarly. Um, right. I have a, I have a reason for that, but so yeah, it's, uh, so yeah, so, oh, uh, Josh, um, if you wish you can, um, do a okay. passive resist on yeah. that. I get you, if you resist it, you won't get the helping hand action though. Oh, I understand. Okay. And then, uh, don't, not quite yet. Arson, what are you doing? Uh, he's going to notice it. If it, you know. All right, no strike. All right, uh, everybody roll. Um, using... Wait, what about Kira? Well, oh, uh, Kira's helping Kira's, and Kira's, oh, right. Seraphim. Still in oil. Aside okay. from you said there's a passive resist, so my active oh, action is am I close? What? Yeah, Seraphim, what are you doing? Am I close enough to it yet to do? Like, am I close to it? Um, you're as close as you want to be to it. Okay, I'm basically right next to it. 
I'm going to defend against the giant fucking explosion that's happening. Uh, <laughs> Carrie wasn't exploding this round. She wasn't? Nope. She's noticing. She's oh. looking for... She's trying to find it, the weak points in its legs yeah. so she can blow them up. I'm going to stand in front of it, then. There's a Just big like... old cargo thing, and she doesn't want to blow it up. Yeah, she's, she's, she's trying to d- keep in mind areas and... Shit, did not attack. I want. Okay, that's fine. Sad face. Alright, so what are you doing then, Seraphim? Um. He'll get right up in its grill and see if it notices him. He'll, like, elbow it gently in the ribs and defend himself. Okay. But it's not attacking this round, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, hey, buddy. How's it going? Alright, yeah. Um. Okay, so. Let me pull a thing. Alright, uh. So, first thing that happens is. Uh. First thing that happens, well, Cherry sets up her shot for next round, but, uh, and Leo, you start cutting in on this thing, or rather you start trying to, you make several, you make several cuts at its, uh, torso, but the ice there is, seems to be thick, and you're not making much progress getting through it. Uh, however, you do succeed, it is caught uh, unawares, and when you shove it, it it doesn't fall entirely, but it stumbles forward, needing to catch its balance. Um, I'll say this puts it at a penalty next round. Uh, all right. Uh, oh yeah, because they added that's the other part of helping hands. What did so? Yeah. Uh, Seraphim feels loyalty towards Kira. That'll boost his ability next round. But the downside is he feels loyalty towards Kira. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, what, uh, Kevin, did you get anything for your notice check? Or and let me get down the notices here. Maybe it's less that he was looking precisely, and more that he was watching the buffoons uh, perform for his amusement. Four and two by ten. Well, that gets you. Um, question, have we been switching to the rules of only revealing one thing, or are we just continuing to reveal all of the... I mean, do whichever you feel like doing. Alright, um, no, I have no problem revealing the... That's, that's kind of on a GM by GM basis. (sighs) Alright, uh, I'll reveal all of it. I do not mind. Well, I mean, I mean all of it for each location, or... Yeah, for each location. Okay, yeah. No, Zach, I just want you to reveal it all. Take it all Here off, dude. What you guys? All right. Uh, I will say, Janos, as you you see that its head moves as Leo shoves it, and Seraphim just kind of taps it on the leg to get its attention, and its head does in fact new move, and it seems to have some kind of awareness. It it it, it locks onto uh seems to barely see Seraphim and uh, is aware of his existence. Uh, um, as well, what were the other, let's see, where the other two rules? Arson, its torso is large and looks very thick and hard to crack. Uh, and yeah, Cherry, you see its legs. Uh, they look like they can do some damage to anything near it if, uh, if it comes down, da- you know, if it comes down to it. Uh, um, it also looks like they're, they're not as tough as Torso, but they have some amount of defense on it. Ice isn't quite right. as thick there, but it still looks like it'd be a bit tougher than normal deck. Uh, Cherry, as a bonus, I'll let you make, uh, roll an out think. And I'll think, huh? Yes. Sure, is there a relationship I should add to this, or just 
if you, if you can just swing one for it's related to this thing, so I guess right. the, the arcane probably be appropriate. Okay. Uh, two by seven. Cherry, as you're noticing, this thing you know because you rolled in a, you, you were looking at its legs. You notice it's the ice on its legs is thick. You don't think that armor made of ice is gonna do much against fire. Okay, I'm gonna have to get in close. However, the flip side of that is you don't think you can catch ice on fire. You, th- you think that's unlikely to happen. But still, she can stare heat rays at it. <laughs> like Superman. Yeah. Uh, and I, unless I am missing something, that is all the things. Okay. So, um, it, it declares first, it, the first thing it's uh it's going to split actions it's going to it actually looks like it's going to set the uh the uh semi trailer down as it's recovering its balance it's going to set it uh just on the ground uh and although crushing a few trees in the process it looks like it's probably going to end up doing and it's also going to attempt to uh stomp on seraphim as well as I don't think anyone else is close enough, uh, though anyone, I don't think anyone else is close enough to be in danger of the its earth-shaking stomps. Yeah. Uh, how much? Actually, how much area? Area times two is ten. Ten foot. Yeah, ten, diet, ten, or ten meters. Or ten, ten meters. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Cherry actually has to be in that range to to. Uh... You could just blow it up. Um, Especially since it put down the trailer. She will approach with caution. Alright. Yeah, she will approach with caution. Uh, she will split. Make, make a PE check to avoid area dice. Is, that's true, but dodge is even better. Um, but that's not how you avoid area dice, because it's less avoiding an attack and more you're getting out of the. Basically, it would be to be get into and out of the area before, in your case, range before your kit bite, before that stomp shakes your. Yeah, that's true. Ox your legs. Yeah, um, you're, it's mostly that it's shooting out debris, and you can't dodge a giant cloud of debris. Okay. Well, maybe yeah, Sasha can. So what? Okay, what she'll do is she'll split action between um, uh, PE and um, fire. Um, yeah, PE and ignite. Okay. Uh, using that that helping hand action she had a moment ago. All right. Uh, Janos, what you doing? Uh, I don't know. He's basically gonna stay back and uh, watch what's happening. Okay. He'll, uh, he'll direct Cherry to hit Seraphim now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you you can roll a, a something appropriate to tell inform. Try in I guess as a helping hands action to try and inform Cherry, and Cherry will get bonus dice if she uh, tries to attack Seraphim next round. <laughs> Why do you, how do you hate him that much? Damn. Good heavens. It's connive because like connive. Uh, me. Uh, uh, no, not you. You're not. You're, you're a ways off yet. Oh. Well, Leo, actually. Um. Let's see. Um. Uh, I'll use my awesome times one to we'll set that to ten, and I'll split actions to make uh, two attacks at its uh, the brain skull. All right, so split action, drop three dice, then two for or 
one for split action. Well, I already have awesome times one, so I just get to call a oh, shot. Right. Yeah. Never mind. I just have a hard I forgot day. about. It. Yeah. So yeah, you set your die to ten. Yep. Uh, two attacks. Uh, then Kira. Um, I she'll inspire inspire loyalty on Leo. Why not? Encourage the beautiful youths. And Arson uh, is gonna do what he does when he normally in this situation. Uh, try and throw his medical case at its head. Was the last time? All right. Yeah. Using a relationship with medicine. You can do that. You can, you can try and throw your medical case at its head. He bought a uh, he bought a tougher to medical case after the last Amy time. For the, its head. Remember to drop two dice. One for the uh one 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 two uh one for doing an aim action and one two set to ten. Actually, I'm going to add Sasha with this, because this is something she'd do and approve of. I just want to think that after yeah, the last... Sasha would probably just try and jump up and kick it in the head, but... Y- yeah, not... but Arson can't just do that. <laughs> She'd climb all over it like a squirrel. <laughs> she would sat- shadow of the claws of it. Climb up to its head and just start punching it in the face. <laughs> like she did it. with the robot. <laughs> uh... Arson does not have a relationship with that robot they once fought. Alright, and Seraphim. Okay. Um, yeah, he's going to call on arrogance, because fuck this thing, whatever. Uh, and he's gonna defend, he'll, he'll, uh, do a called shot to the ten to defend better. Just the way you phrased that, I imagine that before he has, before he makes his attack, he has some bizarre anime moment that's, arrogance be my shield! It's more like he rolls his eyes and slips his foot. I know, yeah. Just the way you... Well, um, you already said he does look very anime. He calls... Jesus, this year, you're just like... He calls on the power of arrogance. Pretty much. Uh, and he's not going to use bounce this turn. He's going to use it to charge his attack for next round. So he's defending but not using bounce? Correct. Basically, the way we determined how it works is if he doesn't bounce, he can use basically bounce as helping hands for his next attack, but he also has to get hit to use an attack. Or not hit, but has to be attacked and defend against it to use an attack. Okay, so he can't so attack unless he's... All right. So you basically make yeah, an unless, attack unless power he with de- it. Unless he successfully defends against an attack, he can't attack. Can't attack. All right. That's why he shot himself in the leg with a shotgun the, the first session he was in. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I... Okay, then. Yeah, I have... You know, how close are you guys? It occurs to uh, me now that Seraphim, Seraphim's signature move should be a dive kick. <laughs> God damn Like the top of the skyscraper. <laughs> Just, uh, oh god, that, dump, just he doubled the fucking, oh wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, you guys can roll off. Uh, right. I believe that's hey, I got through it tough and uh, gobbled one of its possible attack die. <laughs> I just really want to think that Arson has a reinforced medical case because his primary move is if he can't paralyze it, he just whips the box at it <laughs> and just starts beating it with his medical instrument. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that that's pretty much how it works. That was flask. Okay, is that everybody? Everybody, everybody, long, long pants. It's <laughs> a lot of defense sets. Okay, um, first, <laughs> uh, Josh is gonna be happy probably. So let's see, as. Seraphim's really fast, but his defenses only go off when something attacks. So, at 3 by 10, uh, Leo stabs 
at its head with psychic knives and uh, make some cracks in it. From hell's heart, bitch. No. Uh, uh, at three by three, <laughs> arson. It makes a valiant effort in, or no, uh, well, uh, I lied. Three by six, three by six, Kira instills, uh, Leo, you feel a surge of, uh, you can feel your, uh, acting sergeant watching over you, and you are all the more determined to, uh, uh, do some damage next round, or do whatever you decide to do next round. You're gonna do it better. Uh, yeah, and then Arson, you make a valiant effort to aim for its head, throwing your medical case. It's very tall, and you don't quite get there. You don't, you, 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 you only get to its legs, though you do make a little chunk, take a little chunk out of them, like, catch an edge in there. Uh, then at, uh, two by nine, another set of, uh, psychic stabs go off, and, uh, and uh another set of psychic stabs go off and you take another chunk out of you take a uh you manage to gash up its arms a little uh cracks start appearing on its uh shoulder as well you didn't quite hit the head uh uh at two by yeah uh then cherry comes in and uh begins shooting flame at it and Armor of Ice offers no protection from uh, sudden fire as it's it starts to melt in places. In particular, its uh, hands get a little melty, as does its feet. And I think that's all the attacks. The all the. All the attacks cause it, it attempts to stomp down on Seraphim, but all the attacks cause it to, uh, miss him. But I will say, due to the nature of Seraphim's power, he does manage to defend against the area part of it, which would normally still affect him, and give him, uh, two dice to work with next round. I don't know how his redirect power, but, works, but... Yeah, basically it's, it's bounce times two on, except it's on my turn, and I can... Yeah, it's and helping hands essentially. So, okay, so what's the visual like, for this? And extra, just, it shit bounces oh, off of him really fast. No, shit stops, and then something ex, and then something explodes, or he's, or just force comes out of him and hits things. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so he's kind of like the explosion it. stops when it hits him. In in this case, in this case, the uh, it it sh- when it's its foot misses you and shakes the ground in the area still. But, uh, the, basically, Seraphim is completely unfazed by it. Like, the ground, it, it's almost as though the ground, at least directly under him, just doesn't move, even as everything around it shakes. And I, unless I am missing anything, I think that's all for the attacks for the round. So, also, yeah, yes, it only rolled. It was taking penalties from both having to split an action to set the cargo down and having to, uh, and getting knocked off balance by Leo, so it, and it only rolled right. one set. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. I decided I decided to give you the area, even though technically his attack shouldn't have gone off at all. No, don't don't then. Don't worry about it because it's it's it, fine. It, it makes sense because once he starts getting hit, it's bad. Rounds. Well, yeah, but it's stumbling, so it's not like a stomp. It's kind of like a step. Also, it'll be funny if he starts getting aggravated because nothing's hitting him. Every day I'm stumbling. <laughs> yeah, but. 
Um, I'll say you can because there's still kinetic movement in the area that probably would have thrown you off balance because it foot its foot still hits the ground yeah. and shakes things. So it it makes sense in this case. Nor- normally, right. I would say you know if it was any other kind of area attack, I'd say no. But in this case, it makes sense. So. Uh, Alright, so... I, I will say, however, that because it's area, you will need to make at least two sets on your defense to defend both against the main attack and the area effect of it. Okay. Just for fairness, because no- normally, even if you defend against an area attack, the main target is still supposed to take the area dice and damage. Well, you, well I basically the way I see it is just, it's one gobble die per area die, but it has to still match its height, would make sense. Okay, that also works, yeah. If you have extra gobble dice after the, mm-hmm. the add enough height to beat its attack, you can gobble the area dice as well. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I will say that you need to gobble the uh, main attack first. Yep. Okay, yeah, that works too. That probably makes more sense. Alright, yeah, Um. this round, it turns, and as it does so, it, it, it's going to turn, and as it does so, pick up a tree and uh toss it at... Let's see, uh, Leo, because it actually seems kind of aware of what is dealing damage to it. Alright. I, mean, I don't think Arson powers work on You can't chlorophyll. Okay. What's, well, actually, what's... actually, I'm going to say it's going to split actions. Sorry. It's going to do that and also try and uh, stomp on Seraphim still. You're just going to punt him into the next country. Or... <laughs> now, this makes more sense. Who's Who would be near... People near, I'll, I'll say actually, if people, it's gonna split actions and the tree is big enough that it's gonna try and hit people near Leo as well with, um, additional successes. Cherry's about 12, about 12 meters from it, cause you kinda like jumped in, fire, jumped out. Yeah, Cherry, I didn't, sorry, I forgot to mention it, but Cherry, yeah, you managed to get in and fire and then get out before it, uh, before the, you got caught in the, before it's fizzled attack. Went off. By its, yeah, <laughs> attack. You got more than with one. Yeah. Um, but how 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 far is Leo from it? I mean, we started. Uh, I, I think we started engaging at uh, forty or fifty meters is when we kind of started out our plan. Leo can hit it from a long, long way. We can hit it from like six hundred plus meters away, but probably getting closer would make more precision moves more viable. Well, if um, also you could see it. Also, if it's like if if, if I guess if it's like uh the rear line, then it's probably like Leo, Kira, and and Janos back there. Arson's also somewhere. I don't know, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I mean, the thing could be that it's trying to throw it, and... I mean, it's a fucking tree. It's not going to hit Leo and then stop. It's going to hit him, and then it's going to just roll for a while. So whoever else you wanted to hit with that. It's got a lot of momentum behind it. Unless it's trying to hit him more. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more or less... It's, like, it's more or less going to try and, yeah, peg Leo and happen to hit anyone near him or behind him or in the general area because it's thrown a tree all right i guess actually yeah arson's close enough that he threw his medical kit at it too <laughs> yeah Ar- so it's probably arson's just probably, it's probably just probably uh, kira and janos that are kira, yeah, kira and janos yeah because arson had to get close enough to throw his medical kit reasonably well so he's actually probably up near uh cherry i would think yeah all right well, that takes it to uh, Cherry and Janos, then? Yep. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Oh, well, but, but, what's, what's Janos going to do first? You think get the fuck out of the way of a tree? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good idea. 
that's a good plan. Roll a roll a dodge. You don't think you can block the tree? I guess if you or defense power. Well, precognition, yeah. Pre- precog, know where know where that tree is going to hit and not be there. <laughs> know when that tree's going to bounce and be and doing there. that. He's probably going to pull on Kira too. Well, that that would be uh, I think play action. Well, he's just going to do the uh, precog defense then spling actions. I like to think Kira's yeah. smart enough to follow the psychic, the precog. She's moving <laughs> yeah. away from an area. Maybe she should follow too. Yeah, if he gets if he gets multiple sets, he can designate other sets. Just when you uh, put them in the chat, uh, declare which sets you're using for Kira and which. See, so you might think that, but strictly speaking, last time the uh, precog said we should leave, she made him stay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, Cherry's gonna. She's gonna split actions between um, exploding it and sliding it and igniting it. She's gonna she's gonna yell at it, try and get his attention. Okay, uh, Leo, what you doing? Um, well, I'm uh, going to dodge out of the way of this tree because yeah, that's uh, an issue. Um, I'm gonna split actions to jump out of the way of the tree and uh, try and knife it in the face with my mind some more. And good thing I got that three wood set from Kira. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, indeed, uh, that would be, speaking of Kira, Kira, what you doing? Um, not gonna get hit by a tree, hopefully. Um, so I guess, just dodging. The good plan. <laughs> uh, Arson and Seraphim. Arson is, Arson's gonna use Helping Hand, could Arson use Helping Hands with his power to oxidize someone's blood to make them faster, stronger? Remove the lactic acid from their muscles. Oxygenate. Yeah, oxygenate. Not oxidize. <laughs> Fill their blood, blood with blood rust. rust. <laughs> um, I, Does it have useful? I, I don't. Yeah, have, useful. yeah, yeah. If you have useful on it, I will say sure. Supercharge him. Maybe take shocks after the fight. I don't know. Everything. Yeah, because it would either be some form of puppetry or flesh melding. <laughs> um. All right, Seraphim. Uh, Cherry's blowing this thing up. Is, is that what I heard earlier? That appears to be your plan. Okay. Um, then, yeah, Seraphim's going to defend against this random fucking explosion, and also going to attack this giant yeti using the force from the tremors. Uh, he'll he'll call on his relationship with arrogance again. I, no, screw it. He'll go all out. He'll use his invulnerability relationship. All right. Because whatever, bitches. Uh, so he'll actually split actions instead of just well, he's already splitting actions, and he'll set a die to ten, and that'll work. Okay. Uh, and he'll only steal one level of area from it so he doesn't blow up everyone else. <laughs> I don't think it... Uh, so. Of course, the one time I don't roll a bunch of tens is when I get a tree thrown at me. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, and since I have spray, do I get multiple hands to help? I mean, you have spray, so yeah. I get, all right. All right, so I'll just... Small, just, just edit your post. There you go. Yeah, I did. <laughs> also, say what you were doing. Like, uh, Kevin, what did you get? What, what, what did you get for dodge? Uh, two by ten. Okay, just just say two by ten for dodge in, in there. So, 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 so. The looks like the quickest thing is, uh, yeah, it looks like the quickest thing to happen by a wide margin is Seraphim redirects the uh, force. Actually, no, I think I... Well, it doesn't matter, because I still have Wicked Fast on all my stuff, but... but yeah, I also have, I have Wicked Fast times three as well. You're doing a Helping Hands action, so your thing doesn't... Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't come into effect till next round anyway, Charlie. Yeah, I, that's why I realized midway saying it. Yep, so, yeah, but you do succeed in that. Uh, 
you had spray on that, so who were you actually targeting with that anyway? That part I don't remember. You do have to actually designate targets. <laughs> Alright, I'm helping uh, then Cherry then. And... We got two sets in spray. You got two sets. Unless you're just helping her more. You can... I, I am going... There's no ruling on this, but I'm going to rule that that doesn't stack, because that would be ridiculous. Yeah. So... Yes. Either you can give Cherry your widest set only, or you can designate someone else to get an extra two dice. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll give it to Cherry and Leo then. And also, right. apparently the only restriction on Ooh. helping hands is that monsters can't do it, because they are incapable of helping. <laughs> I'm helping! No! I love you, Bizarro! Bizarro! <laughs> Alright, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, Cherry, you'll get three dice next round as uh, you feel your body working, and Leo, two dice as you feel your body working. Better than before, and around the same time as by a tree this round. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully, uh, around the same time as that, uh, uh, Seraphim just redirects the energy from the tremors. Uh, So does he do that? Does he just do it into pure energy, or is that actually, or is he actually launching up like the ground at it? Then turns it. He takes the kinetic energy and then just releases the kinetic energy. So it's basically just a wave of force. All right, yeah, the pure force pretty much right up into what would be its groin if it had one, really. Well, and it has one. There's just nothing there. Nothing <laughs> important. So, uh, do that. Plus, it has two area dice. Yeah, and it it uh, shakes its arms and uh, shakes its arms and. Uh, seems to also uh, seems to also affect its head uh, as more cracks continue to form on its body. Let's see. Then where are Leo's rolls? <laughs> Leo rolled three by four to defend, and I didn't get any other sets. Okay. Well, uh, before that, at two by ten. Uh, Cherry sets off an explosion from which, uh, uh, from which, uh, Seraphim also manages to, uh, avoid with the, uh, Seraphim manages to absorb, absorb, redirect the, uh, kinetic force of the part he's caught in as the explosion is centered on its head. And I guess it got Splash 2, so... Yeah, and it's got Splash 2, so it also goes down to its, uh, well, it goes down, it's got Splash 2, but as it goes down of its body, the, well, actually, what are the rolls? Splash just deals damage like normal, so Tough would resist it. I know. Tough would resist it, but, um, yeah, but combined with the area damage does some additional pretty damn good damage to, uh, does some pretty damn good damage to uh, its arms as well. Yeah, its arms have lost seven dice now by my count. <laughs> Actually, no, they're gone. The, just... uh, they are not, but... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, hurting quite a bit. Uh, it, yeah, its arms are cracked and looking a lot less sturdy than they were a bit before. You're not sure if it, it's questionable if it could still... Uh, if it can lift the uh, tractor trailer or semi trailer, you'd uh, wouldn't. You don't know if it could carry it very far with that structural damage. Uh, and it still it still manages to throw the tree. However, everybody in the path of the tree dives the fuck out of the way. <laughs> it just the tree bounces relatively harmlessly further into the forest. 
It tips. It, it flips over exactly once, and somewhere a Scotsman yeah. sheds a single tear. Throws up a lot of dirt and splinters, and but nothing. Uh, nothing much. Oh, and also at uh, two by eight, Cherry uh, further damages his arms, uh, heating up, melting them, making him even weaker. And anything I'm missing? I think that is about it. I believe. Yeah, in the span of a t- span of a single turn, we just fucked its arms up all to hell. Yeah, no, yeah, it's you did a shitload of damage to its arms. Its arms are not doing. Uh... All right. So, uh, what's it, what's it going to do for the next round? Next round, um. It seems somewhat aware that its arms are not as being as useful as they were before, so it is actually going to leap and jump and try and uh let's see who did let's see oh seraphim and it's gonna try and jump on cherry because it cherry really fucked it up that round uh oh this means that seraphim and seraphim and arson are in the way of it's as it leaps it's gonna try and leap into the air and land on cherry and at the same time uh seraphim and arson are at risk of getting caught in the area as it's going to create a pretty big as it can create a bit of a shockwave as it lands as the ground quakes and debris is thrown it's also going to try and get its, uh, it's going to try and, uh, maneuver so that its big, uh, big tough torso, uh, of try, absorbs attacks thrown at it in place of its other squishier body parts. Oh, okay. Ch- Cherry's gonna, um, split actions between, uh, uh, igniting it and dodging. <laughs> she assumes that she can probably, uh, like a quick snap of the fingers at it as it's getting up in her grill before she gets the hell out of the way. And then, uh, Janos, I think. Janos yeah. is, I guess, gonna watch and see, see what it's doing. I mean, he's, he would have really rather everybody had just left, but <laughs> it's not a whole lot he can do from here. Well, you so had a mission. Out and see something. You had a as mission. Janice was say, you know, the cargo, so. you know who else had a mission? The Nazis. Yeah. And, alright then, Leo, what are you doing? Um, that is an excellent question. Uh, he's going to try and shove it off course with telekinesis so that it doesn't land on Cherry. Um, probably can't, you know, lift it, but he could throw it a little bit, so we're gonna go throw with that. So, defense action for uh, Cherry? Actually, useful. I'm gonna try and, uh, stun its feet. <laughs> I'll shove its feet to the side, and then it'll fall down nearby. If you don't affect its feet before it gets into the air, there's not much you can do to affect where it's going to land. You know that. I mean, I can shove it off to the side. I can't lift it. Right. I can impart impart uh, an acceleration upon it and redirect its momentum ever so slightly. I don't have a defense power on this. All right. Basically, still, yeah. Well, I guess you still need to go off quicker than it in yeah, any yeah. case. So. Yeah. <laughs> if to affect it this round, anyway. So just. Um, uh, all right then, Kira. Um. Uh. She'll instill some loyalty on Cherry since she does. She shouldn't get squished. Although I know it won't take effect until next round, but still. That's. It's still you know good to instill some loyalty. And arson and seraphim. Who is she instilling loyalty in? Cherry. 
arson after oxygenizing. Uh, oh yeah, Cherry and Cherry and Leo. Remember that you have bonus dice. Cherry, you have three bonus dice. Uh, Leo, you have two from arson's last feel, round. hands. Yeah, you feel your heart racing. Your adrenaline flowing. Uh, Arson's gonna get out of the hell of Dodge using relationship with Sasha. Uh, Arson, you're not in the way of its attack. Oh, right. Oh, I thought I was. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, you are. Never mind. I lied. You're up in your cherry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you actually need PE to avoid the area part. Yeah, of I know. Here. That's why I'm using relationship with Sasha. <laughs> among. <laughs> also, it's the strongest relationship, oh, so gotta go fast. This is less about dodging a specific thing and more about just getting the fuck out of the area before it hits. Dodging, if possible, getting behind the uh, truck trailer. Uh, that's probably a little ways away, but... Alright, um, Seraphim's gonna defend, and split actions to attack with the uh, explodey energy he got last time. I'm thinking he's. it's probably just gonna... There's probably gonna be an explosion behind him as he bleeds off all the excess stuff that he can't channel into this attack right in front of him without making everyone <laughs> else explode a bit. Uh, so yeah, he'll attack and defend, um, and arrogance, because this thing is just silly. <laughs> Alright. Alright, uh everybody roll then. Cherry's happy that it that that, that it's uh that, that that it's taking its attention off of Leo, but then unhappy about that immediately thereafter. Because oh 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 no. <laughs> this is bad. Okay. Wow. Is that everybody in yeah, Janos is just kinda hanging out, so I think that's everybody. Okay. Uh well, the first thing that happens by far is uh, uh, Seraphim just unloads uh, the energy absorbed he absorbed from the explosion last round, and uh, into the uh, into the creature's arms and uh, sh- arms and shoulders. Uh, they're now looking extremely cracked and fragile, and uh, between that and uh, uh, Leo getting its, uh, and Leo just essentially psychic grabbing its head and holding it down and disabling it, disabling uh, that, it doesn't even get off the ground. It bends its actually, legs and then gets stuck. Not, not, not to uh, harm myself here, but you actually have to hit the location it's attacking with to, to break its sets. Uh, it's just if it gets hit. No, if the monster gets hit, it, uh, mon- uh, monsters it's and other things yeah, rules is that it, you, the only one you can only it only rolled one set, unfortunately. Again, so it had the unfortunate part of being game mastered by Zach. Yeah, yeah, it did. So its its set was actually broken entirely just by Josh. It didn't happen. <laughs> well, had two set. However, uh, yeah, Leo did stun its head, which is gonna have an interesting effect. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't even get off the ground. Uh, as yeah, all of you tensed up and being like, shit, shit, shit. Probably looking at it are probably relieved to see. Yeah. So, uh, Cherry, you feel another surge of uh, another surge of energy. Uh as you are filled desi- the desire to do the bidding of your commanding officer or semi-commanding officer. You also uh, managed, you also hit its uh, heavily armored torso, which uh, it's the thick ice on it does nothing against your flames. All right. Feeling confident now. It's good. 
Um, all right. As the round goes, you... As uh, the next round comes, something happens. Its movements get erratic. And all over its body, you see what was once armoring on it. or The, th- the thick layers of ice start to rearrange shape. And instead instead form what appear to be spikes as it begins to shake as though something in it has been broke loose. Uh, Oh, did it just turn into a giant ice claymore mine? No, but I will say that mechanically something has changed, but you will have to notice checks to figure out exactly what. Oh, it had a limiter on it, and then... It wasn't going Killbot until we stunned its head. <laughs> and then it went Killbot. Oh, great. All its tough turned to gnarly. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. Is that, is that its action is for the it round? Is it uh, No, that's not, that, that was a passive thing that was happening. It's action. It seems to have forgotten all sense of defense. And it is going to attempt to stomp on Cherry again. And uh, and also hit uh, Arson and Seraphim. Also, Seraphim, you did not get, you did not manage to absorb anything since it never got off the ground yep. last round. That's fine. Uh, it happens. That is the cost of not actually nobody taking damage. Oh no, I love it. <laughs> I, no... I really, I, I like see because it's it's a pretty decently powerful ability. So I like that there is a way that it's just like, oh, I can't do anything. Yes, and then it's also going to attempt to go. Uh, it's going to attempt to stomp twice. It's gonna. It's going to try and jump on Cherry, and then go back and jump on Leo. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh. So, um, Ch- Cherry is. She's, she's gonna. She's gonna attempt to dodge, and um, maybe. Maybe explode this time. <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna like yell in surprise and, and get the hell out of the way. Because Janos. Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Janus doesn't have anything to do, so. Janus needs to get out of the way again, because if it's stomping at Leo, uh, Janos, Kira, you're both close enough that you are going to be in trouble if it, uh, at least from. It looks like it is hurting. You won't get hit by the main attack, but you will still. It's been causing quakes and sending debris up near where it lands. You run the risk of being in the way of that. If you wish to avoid getting hit by that stuff, you can make a PE check to get out of that area. Okay, I'll do that then. Alright. Alright, uh, Leo then. Leo's jumping out the way, and, uh, follow it, uh... No, just jump out the way. He ain't got enough time to... He ain't got time to bleed. Um, well, no, he's got... He he, he doesn't have enough dice to really do anything useful with uh, telekinesis after dodging. Alright, uh, Kira. She's not gonna get hit by that fucking thing. She's gonna get out of the way. <laughs> okay, uh, Arson and Seraphim. Arson is going to run far enough away to try and separate the group so we're not all clustered together. Good plan. Yeah. If it weren't for the fact that his attack was entirely cancelled last round, I would have said you did that this round, but I'm assuming since the attack didn't go off, you didn't just, like, completely bail. Yeah, now bailing using relationship with Sasha. Oh shit, I forgot I have three areas, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, depending on where it is when your thing goes off. (laughs) Oh god, I'm sorry. He may be doing friendly fire. (sighs) 
So I need to defend against, let's see, seven area dice. I can do that, maybe. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, invulnerability, defending. Really you don't need hard. to defend against seven because you're only in one of the area attacks. No, I'm next to it, so it's going to blow up and I'm near the. I'm it's near not enough blowing up, it's jumping. But I've been following it, so I'm near the other two. I'm near both area attacks it's doing, and near the one where it explodes. It, ha- it has it moved from where you are. It's you're going to be you're you'll be hit by the one when it tries to jump on Cherry. That's mm-hmm. the one you're in danger of. When it's trying to jump on Leo, you are well away from that because oh, okay. Leo's another like Leo's forty meters away. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only five oh, okay. dice that you're defending from. <laughs> so well, yeah, that's, that's simple. That's yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, invulnerability, and uh, I'll set one to ten because I have eleven dice. So whatever. Yeah, and whether whether you need to defend against cherries depends on when hers goes off compared to when he attacks. Oh, wow, I got a, well, well, a lot, Kira a lot of sets. Uh, Kira's just getting out of the fuck out of the way. All right, I assume that's also so, what Janice was doing. Yep. All right. So incidentally, if they succeed, I will say that I will say that if they get enough, if they get enough width, um, to dodge yours as well, because it's nope. You know, they don't need to split actions to dodge area if both areas are centered around the same thing. So. Uh, for dodge, a higher width is usually better. Um, for P, against, uh, what was the against rule on? area dice? You want height. Also, <laughs> Charlie, you just write two by six shit. Yeah. Also, can't you use? Um, I thought, I thought, I think for, I think for, for defense actions, area, you use all your sets, don't you? For defense uh, actions, for defense, but not for PE to avoid. PE uh, to avoid area is a different thing than a normal defense. Um, I think you actually also want. I probably need should double check, but I think you actually want width for that. But I will. Oh, again, yeah. Maybe not. I'll take a. Just, I don't know. I'll take a look. Uh, give me just a sec. It's been three, two or three years, and all our combat still confuses us. Yeah. Yeah. Only little finagly parts, like particularly yeah, area some dice. Of the stuff that doesn't come up. Area dice are always. A yeah, we never will. We didn't really use a whole lot of area attacks before. Probably uh, for this reason. Them forever. Let's see. Also, what did Janos get for dodging? Oh, oh dear. Oh, incidentally, shit. I, I apologize, guys. I was wrong. It is still a dodge to get out of area. It's not PE. Uh, so leave it alone for this round, but after that, we'll fix that. I was, I'd say it could be either. But, but no, uh, actually, it is. Uh, you have to beat the t- height of the main attack with your roll, and then you reduce the number of area dice you take by your width is how it works. Shit. Oh, so you don't actually need to beat the, the width at all. That's awesome. Nope, but I mean, better. With me, I mean, so, well, actually, it only has two area dice. So as long as you beat its height, so two by ten would be your yeah, but oh, also shit cherry. Yeah, uh. at least I don't. <laughs> well, well. In any case, first things first. Uh oh, holy shit, cherry! It's a good thing that Seraphim roll. Seraphim, it's a good thing you roll completely ridiculous on your defense because that explosion came way faster than you were expecting. As Cherry yells in surprise and alarm and um, explodes it in the chest, uh, dealing quite a bit of damage. Uh, Arson, you're not so lucky (laughs) because you were within 15 meters of it and, well, and you did not quite dodge that explosion. Or actually, you managed to get your shit together. Um, you only take, you, you managed to, in your attempts to get away from where it's going to land, you actually do manage to get away from part of it because you beat the height of Cherry's attack. 
Uh, however, you did not beat the. You don't have enough to gobble all of it, so you take one area die. So roll a die, take a shock to that location as you are pressure blasted by the explosion. All right, and he takes it to the six, which is guts. Luckily, he has huge guts. And then poor Leo. Whatever happens there. I mean, how many times did you blow it up? Uh, uh, only once. I mean, it only got. I got tens to jump out the way of its feet, but uh. But you also have to deal with Cherry blowing it up and it landing. Yeah, Cherry's Cherry's explosion, by the way, also caused its arms to crumble off, off entirely and cracks to pretty much fissure the chest and spread throughout the rest of the area. Uh, let me. Look yeah, no, that's the nice thing about all of its all of its uh tough being changed to gnarly that it's now. So less capable and this of next, itself. And then this next part does a bunch of damage, or would if I hadn't rolled nothing on seven dice. <laughs> so it once again fails to even get off the ground, and is mostly just rocked by an explosion as everybody else gets the hell out of the way for the mostly attacks that don't come. Is Cherry in threat of her own explosions? Yeah, she she took one area die. Yeah. No, yes, oh, Leo yeah. dodges. Yeah, so is, that was a good time to roll a four by ten set, Josh. Yeah, yeah. with, I think, with, with the, when something that. you could have been hit by rolled four by five. Yeah, no, I'm, Although, I'm okay I, with this. Yeah, and when you need to absorb three area dice, so you need that width. All right, yeah, it's looking pretty bad. Its arms are gone. It's the rest of it looks not in good shape. It's there's cracks throughout all it, but it's still going to make a desperate attempt to uh, stomp on Cherry because it is hurting it with explosions, and all it knows is that needs to stop right now. Beep boop, explosion hurt. If explosion caused stomp, if not stomp. <laughs> Alright, okay, I guess Cherry will do the same thing she did last time. She will dodge and explode. <laughs> she, will, she, will, she will again throw herself out of the way, like she did last time, while, while yelling at it. Alright, uh, Janos, doing anything, or since you're not in danger, you're going to be passive? He'll be passive for the moment and watch. He's going to be rather upset at the end, but... Okay, uh, Leo. Uh, what is it doing this round? Trying to stomp on Cherry, a, a desperate attempt to do something. Um, I'll try and stun its legs. Except if I didn't roll sets on seven dice, I'm probably not going to roll sets now. No. I'm going to do this. Um. I'm not going to count on your bad luck. <laughs> All right, uh, Kira. She's not here right now. So she's oh. going to, if she doesn't need to dodge, she's going to give some loyalty to a youth. <coughs> Probably Cherry, because she's the most unlucky. It's true. Yeah, Cherry's been doing the most damage, and he can somehow tell this, so. She's been screaming. Has, its head was fucked up. I don't know, it's just stomping whatever it's well, nearby. It's, it's I think she was also the last target before it got fucked up, so it might also just be zeroing on that as well. <laughs> beep boop error repeat at last process. Beep boop I am a nice bot. My CPU is made out of water. Alright, uh, Arson and Seraphim then. Uh, Ar- is there a rock near Arson? Can he throw a rock at it? 
I'll say yes. This you know this is not going to do much damage unless you get insanely lucky because it will be considered a mundane attack. Well, the mun- yeah, but when you throw so wait, throwing a medical case at it isn't. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Fine, yeah, I'll give it to you. Stuff done by weird kids tends to still be stuff. So yeah, yeah, you can throw a rock at it. Um, you are gonna have yeah. to. Get, I, I will say that you're gonna have to get if you're gonna throw a rock at it. Uh, unless you roll really well, you're going to have to get close enough to be in danger of getting in the stomp range if it, that actually hits for once. I'll do that. Actually, yeah, no, I won't do that because explosions. Since because <laughs> I don't think Austin has a good enough arm to throw past fifteen meters. Yeah, well, it's it's only area. Is it area two or determined well, area? It's three? area two, but Cherry's area is three. <laughs> is she exploding it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. Um, we wanted. We wanted jumping the fuck away and exploding. We want it very, very, very dead. I. I don't know if you can jump 15 meters, but okay. <laughs> I mean, her range is 40, so she has two defense sets to. Well, she has to get a pretty wide defense set to avoid both the main attack and the area dice, though. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna suck. I'm gonna tell you right now. She did not get enough defense to, to avoid okay. her own attack. Um. Seraphim's gonna jump up there and split actions to attack it with the previous round's explosions and and defend himself from a bunch of area dice again. Apparently, yeah, uh, yeah. He's gonna you, go ahead and you have toss three some, to five area dice coming at you again. He'll toss some arrogance in because whatever, because he's an asshole <laughs> and he doesn't. Until he gets hurt, he's not going to give a fuck. Basically, and I suspect he'll be getting hurt soon. All right, everyone, roll off. Yeah, uh, also using relationship with Sasha, and in that case, I can hit this. Would you would would you believe that I roll another four by five set? Jesus Christ! I can I can I can I can link you the rolls here. That was that, that was that was the first roll. That was the second roll. That's really uncanny. I know. So apparently, my bad luck extends into you guys having amazing luck when I am GMing. I have to say, with the amount of width that you guys have been getting for things. Is two nines enough to get throw to rock far enough? From, no. I'm sorry. 15 meters is a pretty long way to throw something with enough. You said high enough. Nine is pretty high. Yes, nine is how well you throw. Power is in width. If you want to throw far, you need width. You might be able to get there, but you're not going to have enough power behind it to actually do damage. From also, that and uh, and it wasn't it wasn't attacking Kira, so Josh declared that that Kira was just instilling loyalty in Cherry. Okay. All right. Well, hmm. see, now I have a conundrum because I guess I'll ask what you guys think. If Seraphim were simply trying to avoid the area damage, I would say what we should do is just basically have have six goblets available, three tens and three fives. Mm-hmm. And if well, if I gobble, my que- gobble. If I don't, I don't. Right. No. My question is though, is that if it were treated like you were trying to avoid an area, just the area part of the attack, um, you'd only need to beat the height, in which case you'd be able to avoid the damage. I guess that makes sense in this case because you're doing area that that's still a defense, even <laughs> if a different kind of defense usually. So yeah. Alright, first thing that happens then is Cherry explodes it again. Um, actually. But also herself. Or actually. Six width. Oh. Oh, yeah. My bad. It's okay. Yeah, you. Yeah, okay, never mind. First thing that happens is, uh, Seraphim redirects the energy absorbed last round and, uh, smashes the thing in its 
already more or less destroyed shoulders and uh the damage for the damage crumbles up to the even more cracks come up to its neck and head uh as ex- as the excess energy just kind of explodes behind you uh cherry you then blow it up again hitting it square in the chest which is a lot more useful now that its defenses seem to have been lowered and that damage yeah and let's see and erudite yeah cherry it's getting ready to jump and you just explode it into pieces it shatters uh raining ice down all around Fortunately, the only one in danger of that ice is Seraphim, and he's redirecting all the energy so that it doesn't hurt him. He's probably going to get a look on his face for a second after she explodes shit, and then, like, turn and face another direction and explode over there <laughs> so he doesn't hurt people. <laughs> because he can't just stop it. He has to redirect Right, yeah. You explode <laughs> it in a direction that is neither your allies nor the cargo. Upon here splintering as trees fall. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and the rebel cherry's just laying there because she blew herself up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. There's nothing left of it. It's completely eliminated the rest of its dice. Uh Seraphim will trot over to Cherry. Hey, you okay? Uh, yeah. I'm fine. It was good work. He'll offer a hand up. Thanks. And she'll get up herself. She shrugs. <sighs> Uh, a situation's been taken care of, right? Looks like it. So, Sarge, gonna raid to the base? Arson's gonna inspect the, uh, trailer. Hey, Arson. What? That's top secret. I'm making sure it's not, the outside is not damaged. I won't go look in, I know better than peep inside. Alright. Yeah, he's gonna just walk around it and make sure there are no holes, and if they are, well, not his fault, he, he could see what's inside. Uh, the trailer is damaged because the thing was carrying it, but it was carrying it none too gently. Um, there are some sm- there are some tears in it, not nothing huge, but like, do they any of them reveal what's inside or? Uh, you can roll me a notice if you want to actively try and look when no one else is looking. Yeah. All right. Using relationship with the uh, project. Uh, two nines or four two nines. Uh, you see boxes, um, you see crate, wooden crates, uh, they look like they were nailed shut. Uh, one of them's broken open, and, and, uh, you, inside you can see books? It looks like books. Yeah, that satisfies his curiosity. He's seen enough Indiana Jones, and that he has seen Indiana Jones. He's not going to declare this belongs to the museum, is he? No, he's just going to have top men take care of it. <laughs> top men. They spin around all the time. It's very confusing. Uh, but yeah, no, Seraphim's gonna, gonna walk over to Kiri. Yeah. So, Cherry, are, uh, sorry, I'll just resolve in the chat here. Cherry, yeah, um, you can't see Ar- you can't see Arson because right now he's on the other side of it, but he is taking a fairly he's taking his good sweet time walking around and looking for structural damage. You notice? Uh, sorry, continue then. Yeah, no, Seraphim's walking over to the Sar- uh, the, the acting Sarge. So, uh, looks like he took care of everything. Gonna radio base and let him know what's up. Sarge? Yeah. You got a radio too. You could do it yourself, but alright, fine, I'll do it. You're, you're the boss. Yeah, I know. I was giving you shit. Calm down. Hey, I'm calm. And Kira will radio in and port. He kinda dusts off the various 
all sorts of bullshit that probably is on his clothes. Whatever's yeah. I don't I didn't think of how his you know what? Comic book logic, his clothes are basically okay. <laughs> Even that or he, he has no he had he's thought of it. They might be a bit they might be a bit dirty and sweaty from the trek there, if nothing else, but Yeah. Yeah, you redi- you do redirect energy. Your clothes are more or less not damaged if you did not take damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kira, you report in. Uh, they, yeah, they asked you. Yeah, what, we've been hearing a lot of noise. Status. <laughs> well, there was a giant ice thing, and there's no longer a giant ice thing. So uh, we recovered the uh, the trailer full of classified stuff, and we can radio the location. I guess if you want to pick it up. Uh, yeah, you give the, you give the coordinates, we'll have a team, we'll have a team retrieve it. Uh, uh, good work then, you can come on back, get back to base. Do you want us to look for the other guy? Is there, if you can see any signs of him, yes. Uh, our own men are coming the area back here to look for, uh, any indication, any more indication of people in the area. Understood. <laughs> sure. Hobble all over, pass arson by, and uh, on the other side of the uh, side of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, Give him a weird look, and then she'll look around for uh, food prints. Yeah, I guess if you know after that, after having his fill, uh, he's going to do that too. Uh, actually, I will say, Cherry, you can give me a notice check, and uh, yeah, Cherry, give me a notice check. Not arson. Uh, are, are, are you also looking for footprints in Yeah, the because, yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Got no good notice. Anyone who wants to can, if they wish, if they're looking around. Otherwise, you can just start walking back. Alright, good. If, so, if someone tells him to, he doesn't really care to. I, uh, used the past, um, because tracking. Uh, Using the, uh, organization, uh, pro- the project. Alright. I got two by nine. Two by nine. You do. Alright, uh, you both look around the area. Um, you're a ways out can't see any recent signs that somebody's been around here uh however as you're looking around uh you both notice something that you missed before arson and that's the uh the uh it's kind of hard to tell because that site's part in the ground right now because it was kind of the trailer was kind of set in the ground at an angle <laughs> small one but uh it looks like the it looks like the back of the trailer was opened at some point. Oh, it may be the um, contents of the truck may be compromised. Right. The reports it's in Cherry. She's sort of standing there. Gets on her uh, radio, uh, sir. Yeah. The contents have been compromised. Uh, what do you mean? Back door's open. Shit. Um. Very well. I'll warn the men to be especially careful when checking the contents. Uh, we'll use uh, extreme precaution in doing so. Um, as well, we're going to have to be extra careful when doing inventory on it then. Alright. We also couldn't find any sign of um, the other person. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll... I'm going over maps, looking at where it's going, seeing if I can figure out where it was heading, and if we find a likely, hopefully, if hopefully we can come up with something to do a lead on this. I understood. She turns the radio off. Yeah, as it goes. 
Hey, I went on inspecting damage. I saw there were some a crate full of books in there that was open. Didn't I seem to look into that? It was... I was inspecting structural damage. You didn't have to do that. Yes, I know. Then why did you? Because I'm curious. Be less curious when someone tells you it's classified. Don't... Well, I can only conjecture of what all the context is. Right, but you have no idea what they'll shoot you for. They won't shoot me. If it's too classified, they'll take my memories from it. Arson. Treason is a, is, is a capital offense. Don't think this is really No, uh, it isn't. I'm just giving you a warning. If someone tells you it's, tells you it's classified, don't do it. Really? Yeah, so. Do yourself a favor. Avoid anything. Avoid any chances you can leave someone to have a reason to shoot you in the head. I'm pretty sure you have to do something really immoral to get shot in the head around here. Uh, don't don't argue with it. Just don't do something. That, don't disobey orders. Listen, I'm not at going in there looking through the books. I'm just making sure the contents in there are still functional. Arson, why don't I say about not arguing? You're not my commanding officer, Alice. I mean, uh, Cherry. Yeah, he said Cherry. No, you're right. I'm not. I was just trying to help. Is this revenge for me helping you sometime in the past? Hmm? No, not in particular. I was just passing out good advice. You were arguing it. I'll make sure not, I'll, I'll make sure to be less friendly next time. Let's stop arguing about it, okay? I looked, saw, but listen, the thing I was getting at is, I played enough D&D to conjecture why an ice witch would want a book or something. If it is, in fact, some type of wizard and not just, you know. I guess it would be an artificer. Maybe. Maybe it's a sorcerer. And then right there, you decided you figured out too much more information than you were actually supposed to. Well, look, let's just go. Alright. Oh, don't by the way, him, I, don't, don't tell anyone you did that. I wasn't planning on. Unless it came up. And, by the way, you were gonna say? Oh, yeah. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, I feel just fine. Except Good. for the heavy bruising. Well, I was, I'm asking you because uh, during the battle, I was doing a experimental technique where I was uh, releasing uh, some of the uh, your uh, your adrenaline glands in a battle more efficiently for you. Oh, well, I'm honored to be a guinea pig. Me and I was... He went a guinea pig. I tried it on myself first. I never use uh, humans for just first, you know, zero experiment. Alright. Well, let's go. Just starts limping away from him. Uh, he follows. They're going to the same place. Yeah. Try to catch up with Leo. Maybe feign being more injured than she actually is. Try and cash in on that uh, boyfriendly comfort. Uh, Matt has BRB'd. Uh, so, any other conversations want to have before I bring this to a close? Thanos kind of stays near Kira as they leave pissed off. That's isn't that his usual state? More so than usual. Oh. Do I wanna bother asking why? That was in character. Or why you're so glum looking. You just sense everybody to fight that thing? 
and send them. They wanted their own free will. You're the fucking adults here. And we're all manhandled into being psychic soldiers for the government. Yeah, well, fine, but you don't have to help them. I don't, but, you know, it's beneficial to me. Fine, next time let me leave, at least. Okay. This is all fucked. And then they have the gall to get angry at us if we uh, try to figure out what the hell's going on. Well, it's the difference between finding out what's going on and getting a bullet to the head. So, I know which one I'd pick, and that's ignorance. Yeah, it's not like we have a choice in the matter. Hey, Janos, give me a precog check. <laughs> uh, you have another vision. Somebody is, uh, uh, somebody's at a desk. There's, uh, stone walls. The only light is, uh, essentially candlelight. There is, the per- there are, on the desk, uh, are a handful of tomes that you look at them, uh, though you're not sure if this is you or someone else. You double-check them, make sure that they are undamaged, uh, and then turn your attention to the box before you. You uh, uh, undo the bindings on it, cutting them with a knife, and pry the uh, wooden box open, the small wooden box open. And there is something inside, and you pull it out and are glad to see it's a set of stacking dolls, and the vision ends. Was he able to tell, was it he himself or someone else that he was getting a vision out of? Uh, I'll say with that higher roll, you're fairly certain that by the hands, it was someone else. Alright, he'll file that away. Oh, uh, Matt. I was saying this after you BRB'd. Didn't notice. What? Uh, Ch- Cherry will feign being more injured than she actually is to try to cash it on Boyfriendly Comfort. Okay, yeah. Leo probably gives it. I just can't roleplay right now. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. And so we just yes or no question. Yeah, no. Um, he'll uh, still do something with it. <laughs> yeah, Um. and if, if people are tired and nobody has anything else they'd particularly like to do, I can end it there. Is you're heading back from mission complete about as well as it could have gone. All right. All right. Sounds good. It's a good session, Zach. Thank you. Even if I rolled like shit for the monster and it never <laughs> did any damage to you. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Honestly, that's why, like, um, that's, that's honestly, like, why, uh, there, 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 there are points where, like, if I, if, I, if I'm designing a monster to fight, like, a bunch of psychic soldiers, <laughs> Like, yeah, you kind of have to, awesome. yeah. I mean, to be fair, it seemed like that thing had a, way more dice than it originally. Because it had ten dice on a location that had one location. Yeah. Yeah, it had more dice than it was supposed to, because I wanted to build it to be tough to an entire party yeah. of psychics. Unfortunately, it then rolled terrible. Uh, but yes, as uh, Josh correctly guessed that its gimmick was if its head was destroyed, or in this place case because it was stunned and rendered useless... Um, its head was the only location without tough by default. Um, but once gone, uh, it loses all the, all its tough and gains gnarly, more gnarly. But yeah. Anyway, thoughts, suggestions, comments. What did you I like? like what you, what didn't you like? Uh, I didn't really dislike much. Thought it was good. Um, the the, the, the only kink was uh the 
dropped the internet there for, for a period of time, but like, that was not <laughs> be forgiven for that. That was my provider. It was not even my own technical issues. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was unfortunately timed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, uh, the, uh, yeah, the session was good. I had fun. Um, it, the monster had a lot of stuff going for it. it uh, uh, I kind of wish it had hit something. <laughs> no, I was hoping because it could fuck things up, especially I was really hoping when it was doing this double stomp, I'd get at least one good set there so I could at least make you guys feel a little bit of pain. But <laughs> nope, nope, nothing on seven dice. Not a single set. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like the it's just like the robot you guys fought in space that had 60 dice and hit hit the, the broadside of a barn once. Yeah. 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 Alright, well, uh, any final thoughts, sir? I'm gonna... Not for me. Hey. Cool. Night, night, night. night.